foiled again, Boris. Hello and welcome to episode number 38 of Unrelenting. Unrelenting.show. Yes. Wow. 38. We're almost to 40. Mm-hmm. I'm Darren O'Neill. He is. He goes by Sir Gene. I mean, nobody knows what his real name actually is. That's right. He's from a bunker somewhere deep, deep down near the border. It's probably I'm an escape awesome. route that you're looking. For. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're a lot closer to the border than I am. I know. I'm in. I'm in probably one of the most socialist parts of America right now. Are you enjoying that? Nope. I hate it. The insanity. But it's too hot to go anywhere, so I'm waiting it out. You wait till it cools down. Yeah, that's why I said last year too. I was like, hey, you know, I'm gonna move out of Austin, but I'm not gonna do it in this heat of summer. I'm gonna wait till it's nice and cool. Or are you going to move south so you can get even warmer? Yeah, that's the plan. Go into maybe Mexico. I mean, I could see you as a Mexican drug lord, cartel <clears throat> leader. <laughs> drug lord. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Please. Me? No. I don't, I don't even drink anymore. Well, it doesn't mean you can't move the stuff around. Yeah, that's true. I do have some logistics talent. The big news, though, of the week, of course, the don't call it a raid. Raid of donald trump's mar-a-lago residence oh somebody said not to call it a raid that's the new thing that they <laughs> for the left doesn't want it to be called a raid um, what, what what are they calling it um probably like just an investigation or mm-hmm, something mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i mean this was just this was just a normal stop the you know the, the fbi was just in the neighborhood and they uh they wanted to drop by and say hi to yeah. the former president as, as one would I mean, I've always wanted to live in the Banana Republic, <laughs> and I guess I got my wish. They wanted leaving. to go uh, fondle Melania's panties, I believe. That, was. That's, yeah. They and spent a lot of time like, doing uh, that. It's, it literally sounds like a story from uh, a lot of the countries south of here. Yeah, this is what happens when, when you have a political rival. Comes in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, we don't like those old guys. So, uh, or like a country east of here, like say Ukraine, for example, where the uh, the political rival was imprisoned. It is a very corrupt country. America or Ukraine? Or <laughs> yes, both? yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've talked about all of that, but the uh, with Ukraine, the whole concept that the current regime is good is like, well, no, they were shutting down television yeah. stations. They yeah. were uh, getting rid of the opposition, but. With this Trump story, the best thing about this, now I don't know mm-hmm. if you've seen any of the coverage of this. A little bit. Did you see the lawyer that Donald Trump has that was on both no. Hannity and uh, O'Reilly yesterday? Did not watch either one of those. Well, you need to uh, YouTube. Okay. Uh, Trump's attorney, Lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-E-Y, Halligan. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this will come up. I'm sure from last night and I'm sure he'll show up until pool sometime. Well, it's a, it's a, she, oh, well, even better. And the, uh, the, the minute, I mean, I really couldn't help myself. My wife and I were watching O'Reilly and she mm-hmm. pops up on the screen and I'm like, now that's a lawyer mm. because, uh, is she like a Fox news lawyer? Like hotter than any of the women ever on Fox. Really? Yes. That's, that's their, that was the original kind of, you know, 
stereotype or model they were going for is we want the hot lawyer to be the news anchor. Yeah. And I'm like, Donald Trump, good, good hire. That's mm-hmm. really all I, that I could think of. But she was on the uh, grounds with the FBI. And this whole thing mm. sounds. Wait, so she's living in their house? No, but she was called once. That'd the, be pretty hot. Yeah, I know. I'd be like, hey, there you go. Who needs a nanny when you got a hot lawyer? Uh huh. And she knows exactly what you could do legally because lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but legal is, uh, you know, it depends on the definition of legal. Yeah. That's true. It depends on the mm-hmm. jurisdiction and how corrupt the legal system and judges are in your particular. Well, the FBI area. is definitely the private police of the uh, federal branch. But the interesting thing here was the first thing she said that kind of would send up red flags, I think, for anybody was the FBI would not allow her in or anybody in mm-hmm. while they were doing the search which right doesn't make sense it's like this as long as you're not interfering you're an officer of the court as a lawyer Mm -hmm. so this was kind of above and beyond and this is already being questioned if there was any legal reason to keep trump's representation out but the other thing that they asked for Mm -hmm. before they went in was all of the security cameras to be turned off oh yeah right Mm -hmm. it's like yeah are you kidding me this is, this is what criminals would want. Like, well, yeah. before we go into this property, we would like all of the cameras turned off. So you can't see what we're doing. Yeah, that's not that unusual. I think that's fairly common ask. Well, they don't. Well, and I guess in this case, Trump, like any normal, well-adjusted human being, does not have cameras in the residence pointing inside. Uh, yeah, well, allegedly. No. Hold on. Hold on. Hold allegedly. On. Uh, normal people absolutely do. I've had cameras in every house I've had pointing into the rooms that you're living in, obviously, and recorded off site. You wouldn't want that shit disappearing when somebody comes in with a warrant, would you? I wouldn't want that disappearing when somebody comes in with a warrant, but I also don't want to be uh, prancing around in my underwear as I often do. What do you care? (laughs) And have that video. uh, It's your video. Depends. But if it's going off site, then again, you want to make sure you can, uh, keep control yeah it's encrypted of all of that well yeah if you're if you're doing it correctly and you're suggesting trump didn't have people well that's true he doesn't know how to hire very well does he he does he well he fires a lot yeah eventually he should hit somebody he has to fire a lot because he doesn't know how to hire well but i thought that was interesting the fact that they took over eight hours and they still don't know what was removed from the residence it is going to be interesting because I think they have only until Monday now. So we're on the clock until mm. Monday for all of this to be unsealed because really? Trump oh. wants this to be unsealed. So if there was an allegation, if there is a whistleblower, if there is information in that warrant, mm-hmm. then everybody's going to know what it is. And this is the question. And they forward. indicate at all. And I haven't seen this uh whether this was tied to Jeffrey Epstein, whether this was tied to Hillary, whether this was tied to Trump being a Russian puppet. What was this tied to? They're claiming this is about nuclear weapon information now. Which seems uh, like a Chinese bit of a stretch. nuclear weapon information. I don't Canadian know. Nuclear weapon, which okay. that I don't know. We need a lot more uh, clarification on exactly what they thought Trump brought. Because one of the interesting things, which I 
didn't really know, although it seems to make sense in the way the hierarchy of the United States government works. Mm -hmm. When it comes to classified information, and mm -hmm. that was the first thing, like, well, Trump removed classified information from the blah, blah, blah. Unlike Hillary. Right. Now, the difference, though, is that there's somebody that in the United States with enough power to declassify any document, and that is the president. That's correct. Yeah. So if the president decides to declassify a document, it doesn't matter what it is. He goes declassified. It's done. Mm -hmm. So can a president illegally actually remove classified documents? Because all he has to go is, yeah, I declassified them before I left. I mean, that's well, my job. yeah, I mean, it's not that easy. It's it. No, it, but it's, he, there it's has down to be a that record line. of that. There has to be. No, according to, to an something. attorney, there does not that's not really followed that much believe it or not you well, would think whether that it's followed or not that's the way it works well, it should be. training there's a yeah there, it, there's a specific process for declassification even if it's done on a whip by the president yeah even if it's like i just need to uh, press this button and go hey declassifying <clears throat> one two five six seven a boom yeah and, and he can he can absolutely do it verbally as long as that is then properly executed and the document is recorded as being declassified there was i'm guessing this was something that uh trump did if he just didn't do it and then it's pretending that he did it that's a whole different issue well there was talk of a specific incident where there was a classified photo and it had to be trump unless it, maybe it was obama that was tweeted out that there was a classified photo that was tweeted oh, yes. out and it was well they then took it as well obviously if the president tweeted out this photo mm -hmm. he was declassifying it because he was sharing it with the world and they thought that was enough where you know you didn't have to go and stamp it and say i'm declassifying this first just by using it in such a manner declassified it and so i don't know what is normally done i don't know what the letter of the law is but it's certainly going to be an interesting argument if it's strictly about confidential secret documents now yeah i mean he could certainly do it and he's not the only one that can declassify things but you know pretty much by thinking or, or deciding to do it at whim if you will but it, it's it can't be retroactive <laughs> like it has to have actually happened at that point um and that that would require well it depends what the it. paper trail requirement is and that i don't know what it is because otherwise yeah. trump could just say hey well i told my lawyer i told whoever that i was declassifying these well, documents it, and yeah it can't be the lawyer it depends on where, what type of document it is which agency it came from and what the classification was now the fact that they're saying it may be about nuclear weapons you're kind of going down that pathway of so do they think Trump's like selling our secrets to the Chinese? I thought that was Biden and his kid were selling. All yeah, the, they, uh, exactly. I and it, OK, so that's the, we're going to jump topic slightly. Sure. But because this is nuclear related. So I have zero uh, proof of anything. This is just purely hearsay that I've heard. But it's interesting stuff that um, the Zaporozhye nuclear power plant, uh, which is one of the if not the largest one in Europe right now that is currently held by Russia and being shelled by Ukraine, that Ukraine doesn't want nuclear, what do you call them? Investigators? I don't know. 
the inspectors. inspectors, that's the word, right? They don't want them showing up there until it's in their control, which seemed kind of weird, right? It's like, well, what do they give a shit whose control it's under? I thought the whole point was to make it safe. make sure it's safe, right? Right. We need to verify that uh, the the you know water pressure crap all or whatever is in there is correct. Yeah, that the core is being cool. Yeah, that there's no leaks. That everything is functioning correctly. So the theory that's going around, which again, I have zero proof of, is that the reason that Ukraine doesn't want them, the inspectors in there, is because they've been using that power plant to uh, create uh, visual nuclear material for a weapons program. Well, that would be inconvenient. Yeah, which is also why it may be better for them to blow up the evidence and have a massive radiation uh, area. Yeah, I was going to say it's not really covering good to blow a large up a part of Ukraine power plant. Yeah, then to bad. have those questions come up is like, well, hold up, why is this actually running in a different cycle that would be what is used to generate uh, material for nuclear weapons? Which is, of course, the way that American radiation plants run in, because that's exactly what they're doing. There's no secret about it that our nuclear plants in this country are dual purpose. They're they're both generating material for atomic weapons, and they are providing electricity. Corruption everywhere. But I mean, potential. We don't like I said. I have no no proof of this, but this is the theory that's going around as to why they could possibly be ejecting. Kind of makes sense. I mean, it's nothing more like you said than a conspiracy. But we'd like to yeah. know why. It's a it's a theory about a conspiracy in Ukraine. <laughs> Uh-huh. You know, and this is what we're getting. And this, I think, was the biggest deal with the Trump raid. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I know they don't want you to call it a raid, but I, I don't know what else you uh, classify it <laughs> as if 30 to 40 FBI well, agents show inspection, up. Inspection. Right. right. It's kind of like the Ukraine doesn't want a uh, a U.N. raid of inspectors at their power plant. Probably. Mm-hmm. But. The fact was, the reason why was not given. And there's a lot of things where the reason is the most important thing, as in the case of, well, why won't you let inspectors into the nuclear plant? Right. Why not? I mean, what's, yeah. what's the reason? Same thing with the Trump thing. Why and we've been are you using doing that it? as a reason to do all kinds of nasty things to Iran when they were not letting inspectors in? Well, like, that was the whole thing with Iraq. Yeah. The result of it. It's like, well okay you have to let um, the weapons inspectors in otherwise so are we going to start san- sanctioning ukraine because they're refusing the inspectors they should although we're just sending them mm. more money i don't know that's i would like yeah to, i would not like enough the same apparently deal. according to the leader there well it's interesting that you'd uh, like to have his trillion dollars today please i did like that even the uh the vehement lefties like roger waters you know musician mm-hmm. extraordinaire Oh, that was a good video. Yeah. yeah. Well, he, he was, you know, again, he was one of these guys where it didn't matter if it was Trump or it was uh, not Trump. I don't know if he said much about him, uh, but Bush, you know, war criminal mm-hmm. and all that. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'm assuming the left was not quite prepared for him to be calling Biden a war criminal for. He's prom- very animated. Uh-huh, prompting this war by giving all of these weapons and money to mm-hmm. Ukraine to do it at the peril of the Ukrainian people. Yep. 
when Russia was saying we want to sit down and talk, the White House was saying, no, don't do that. Mm -hmm. So who's really prompting the wars, right? Yeah. If anybody thinks for a second that Zelensky wouldn't be sitting in Florida in one of his mansions instead of filming videos in Ukraine. I hear he's a neighbor of Mar-a-Lago. He is actually. He does have a house on there. Maybe that's what uh, they were looking for. Is there a tunnel? Oh, the wrong address. Right. Yeah, <laughs> wrong address. Sorry. Wrong Shit, president. We were gonna, yeah, we're oh, gonna it just look said for president. nuclear weapons information oh. in Zelensky's house. Right. They said go go to the president's house in Florida. They're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, Zelensky. Wrong president. Right. Wrong president. Exactly. <laughs> See, that would be great. Let's do it. That uh, would be somebody hilarious. do a meme. CSB, can you do that doodle that of the would be FBI? A funny, funny cartoon. Yeah, going wrong president. Wrong president. Yeah. No, it's it is uh it, it is pretty awesome. Um but yeah, if anybody thinks he'd still be there if it weren't for all the money coming in from the US, then you're nuts because were there no money and weapons coming, he would have been out of there in a heartbeat. This war would have been over and done with, and there would have been peace for the Ukrainian people. Um you know, the the end result probably is going to end up being a much smaller ukraine the longer this goes on because uh the from what i can tell anyway and again who the hell knows what's going to happen eventually but from what i can tell the talk right now is that that uh any he's he's sufficiently pissed off putin that any territorial gains made right now are non-negotiable so wherever the war stops wherever russians are where that line of occupation is is going to be where the new territory of ukraine is there there's not going to be any pullback uh, there would have been pullback to just donbas and uh, uh obviously crimea uh, which is already part of russia but there would have been pullback to that when they were negotiating three months ago because they wanted a buffer at this point it's well beyond that and Ukraine has demonstrated their uh, interest in, well, not just prolonging the war, but in really in uh, in trying to kill as many Russians as possible, which was definitely not Russia's uh, aim here. It was not to kill as many Ukrainians as possible, and that's evident by what Russia has not attacked but that ukraine did ukraine blew up the bridges ukraine is shelling nuclear power plants uh you know ukraine keeps well they we've seen the end result of ukrainian propaganda efforts including now uh proof coming out that all those bodies tied up and dead in the streets were in fact ukrainians uh doing this after the russians left the city there's been several videos with uh, people uh interviewed that were there residents talking about refrigeration trucks coming in in the middle of the night and then bodies ending up on the street the next day well it's one way to get the photo op it's a great photo op because whether you know here's the thing i think they've they've realized that using actors like they did in syria for a gas attack doesn't work because you know, people get tired. They want to scratch their noses. They move around. They can't act dead. And so they realized, look, if we're going to have these scenes of 
dead people scattered around. We have to get some dead people. So let's go find some. I just think it's ironic that the United States will go to this extent to say, no, we can't have Russians crossing those Ukrainian borders when they won't spend a, a iota of energy to keep people from coming in the borders of the United States. Oh, I see where you were going with that. Okay, yeah. It's an yeah, interesting I mean, concept, right? Because that's I think really... the Ukrainian border is, is about as uh, open as the U.S. southern border is right now. Um, and the only reason the U.S. northern border isn't open is because Canada has shut it down. And really, who wants to go to Canada? So, I mean, it's not like anybody's trying to get in there either. Just Canadians trying to go home. True. They're like, <laughs> I want to go home. I want my free health care. God damn it. But we did get a boostagram from your biggest fan comic strip blogger. Uh-oh. And he says, Gene is not merely a Russian apologist, but citizenship holder. He has current Russian passport. Ooh. Ask him if you don't believe me. So the, the I hard- do not have a current Russian passport. I do not. No. There you go. Yes. Now, if you can prove that's wrong, CSB, provide that documentation. Yeah. I mean, if you if you get me one, dude, let me know. Because <laughs> uh, at this point, that may not be a bad thing. Are you uh, in the market? You hand- yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, CSB's got contacts. If you can reach to his Polish contacts, get a forged one made for me, that'd be awesome. CSB could actually be the spook in Spot the Spook. Too obvious. No, see, well, this is it. This is hiding in plain sight. (laughs) There was an article the other day, like, if you're staying in a Mm -hmm. sketchy hotel room, like, where you can hide your money, it's like, well, one, not in the sketchy hotel room. But it was like, well, put it in sh- shampoo <laughs> bottles and, uh, you know, that kind of Never thing. Never put in shampoo bottles, dude. Those are always the first things checked. Yeah, well, this is what you get with the Internet today. I think it was Lifehacker or maybe it was maybe it was something else. Lifehacker, yeah. I just usually slam because they're the ones with these kind of really idiotic articles that just seem to keep popping up. And if you remember back in the Life day, Lifehacker has horrible articles. They, they're they're written by people that are paid five dollars to write an article. But it was used to be a good website like 10 years ago, maybe more. 20, maybe. 20. OK, 20 is probably about right where it was like, hey, this is interesting stuff. And I think it's because there's only so many times you could regurgitate the same information because rea- in the reality to live a good life, to have all of these little tips of things to well, do. The life hacker is part of the Gizmodo. Yeah. Uh, and J- all the- yeah. Jalopnik. Uh, that whole group of websites notoriously bad at paying people for actual work and therefore the quality of the work was crap yes but it's like that's uh you, you could hide things in plain sight there's something to be said with that i mean i know that there are products out like, there and I've i always- have i have a hundred dollar bills just laying around <laughs> you're just like it's just laying on the ground just until people yes, come in but but you don't know which ones of those are forged and which ones are real or which ones are covered with enough fentanyl to kill you. That would be all of them. (laughs) (laughs) So it's a, it's a no win situation. I'm just saying, if you see money, don't pick it up. No, at this point in time, that is a reality. If you see a dollar bill, do not pick it up. Not worth it. There are some really cool, you know, they call them safes, but they're just diversion Mm -hmm. devices that look exactly like a you know can of soda or a can of shaving cream mm-hmm. those i think can do a decent job if somebody is going through your house quickly or your room quickly 
that they might not. Although in a hotel room, I think any of those bottles are going to yeah, be they're suspect. Get checked. Uh, jewelry hidden in fake bottles is very common, so I wouldn't go there. Um, if you want an actual uh, uh, recommendation for a place to hide, a false bottom garbage can is not a place most people look. That would make sense. Because, yeah, and know, especially the kitchen one that has some, you know, food stuffs that are starting to rot. Well, this is also most garbage cans like the ones that we have. I mean, you put a bag then into it. But if you if you leave anything mm-hmm. at the bottom of that can underneath the bag, mm-hmm. you know, I guess they would have to take the bag out. Yeah, but you could actually get false bottom garbage cans. Those, I think, are more rare and they're they're better than fake bottles of shampoo. Yeah, most people aren't looking for it. That's the uh, that's the trick. Just put it somewhere you know it's uh, just so far bizarre. Yep. And yep. Then another never- another way, uh, another thing that I've uh, seen somebody do is to tape something like a small package of something valuable, like money or something, to the inside of the shredder basket. Oh, that's interesting too. Yeah. So. You know, it's it it should be inconspicuous enough with blending the same color as the inside of the basket. But first of all, most people aren't going to look inside a shredder basket because it's shredded. True. So what would you look there for? But even if they dump all that stuff out, it you want it something that's just literally taped to the side. The more you know, you know, and then there's the other diversion, which is, you know, if you've got a thousand dollars, you're hiding somewhere. Mm hmm. Put a hundred on its own in a fairly open situ, you know, that, you know, will be found. Right. And then most people will be like, oh, well, there's their, that was their stash. Okay. Well, what you described is actually the secret to going through, um, border patrol. Let them find a little when you're hiding uh-huh. a lot. That's the one. <laughs> yeah. That works almost every time. You're like, here, here you go. Yeah. I don't know if we should call these tips. That's bordering <laughs> on not really. Here's how you rob somebody's house. That's not really a tip. But no, then it lets you know but, what you need to do to be but safe. Let's say you want to, let's say you work as a Border Patrol agent. This is advice for Border Patrol agents. Yes, very specifically. And, uh, yes. And you have a, a vehicle that's coming through uh, across the border. And uh, you ask them all the standard questions. And then as the person is telling you they don't have any fruits or vegetables or anything, you, you literally see that, that they have a bag of apples sitting on the front seat. And they're like, well, well what about those? And then they, they say, oh, shit, yes, I do have fruit, I guess. Yeah, I, get, I bought those uh, to snack on. I didn't even think about it. And then you say, well, you can't bring those in. And you're like, oh, shit. Oh, am I going to get fined for this? And they're all worried about it. And, um, and Johnny said, no, you just have to get rid of them here where there's a can right there for things you can't bring in. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. I, was, uh, I didn't, you know, I don't want to get in trouble. I don't want to do this. That's the guy that's got the, the 5k of uh, marijuana in the back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that, that, that's, that's the guy. I promise you. Hey, you know, it's good. If you can, if you got to just be a good actor, you have to know where they're looking. You have to know how you can, uh, how you can avoid it you have to be good at improv well yeah, yeah you have to be able to go along and uh and yeah, not yeah, freak yeah. out there's some people that exactly. you know minute something's a little uh they, they, yeah they break. it's uh <clears throat> i'll tell you the one place i got caught 
um, which is pretty damn funny, was in Australia, in uh, Melbourne, at the airport. Um, I, uh, I was flying down there and I got a, you know, I bought a tourist visa or whatever. Yeah, whatever the normal standard thing is when you fly to Australia. And uh, when I was going through customs, you know, the, the customs chick uh, said, well, so what are you here for? And I said, oh, I'm, uh, you know, just here for taking in the sights, never been before. So probably relax on the beach a little bit and, you know, look at your beautiful city. And so, so what you so going to do that, but you're only here for three days. I'm like, yeah. And she was like, um, okay, so, you know, where are you staying? I told her the hotel. So you're staying there, then you're going to be in here for just taking in sights. It's like, yep. And uh, all the while she, her she, gears are spinning going, this story does she not make opened sense. Up, she opens up my luggage. And I, I have uh, three suits. I have a couple pairs of shoes, dress shoes. No beachwear. Some ties, no beachwear. <laughs> You're like, you don't know how, how I relax on the beach? <clears throat> and she, so that made her suspicious. And now she's like, so what, what's your real purpose for being here? I'm like, what do you mean? I'm a tourist. That's my purpose. I'm going to be a tourist. So... Eventually, I get pulled over into a separate room, and then her supervisor shows up or whatever. And he's looking at my bag, and he's like, first thing comes out of his mouth says, all right, so you didn't know you were supposed to get a business visa when you came here at the airport, right? And I was like, um, <laughs> Is this yeah. like the Beavis and Butthead episode where you have to yeah. be 18 to buy something and it's all printed on the wall and they're, he's like, how old are you? And they're like 15 and he's like pointing at the sign. How old are you? <laughs> this is what's going and, on here. And I'm it? like, uh, yeah, I guess I forgot. To, I got the wrong visa. You're exactly right. He says, all right, put your stuff back in. Just remember, don't do the skin. I thought you were going to get put your stuff back the, in and go home look, and try again. <laughs> the look that this chick gave her boss was priceless because she she really thought she had me here. I was sneaking into the country for illegal activities and her boss just completely nonchalantly just gave me the, the free option to get out of jail card and said, all right, just go pay for the other visa. You're done. Go. And then you picked up the 500,000 pounds of marijuana where uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you don't pick up marijuana in Australia. Shit doesn't grow very well in Australia. No, except that's... for poisonous animals. You do. You can definitely pick those up there. There was a, a really interesting enough. I'm going to listen to the full audio of Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s podcast because he has an interesting mm. podcast. He does interviews with different people and the. Uh, the peacock you know the streaming thing of comcast's arm mm -hmm. they turn them into like 55 minute videos but mm. his, the podcast can run two or three hours so they only okay. you know cut it down and the one i watched last night was, looks like it was released about a week or so ago was with a guy named randy lanier mm. who was an indy car driver back in the day but also a massive drug smuggler at the time Mm -hmm. ended up doing 27 years in prison but just some of the stuff they talked about uh, the same Doesn't thing he realized he should have been a nascar driver if he was smuggling drugs <laughs> he should have been 
it was it was where NASCAR started from. To uh, tell people the history. Running, well, that's it. That's how these good old boys got really good at driving. It was because they were trying to move moonshine from place to place mm-hmm. on those old roads. And they had to soup up the cars in order to get away from the police. Yep. And, exactly. Uh, so they had old crappy cars that had really nice engines. And big so trunks. Get away in big <laughs> trunks. Yeah, exactly. So they could haul the moonshine uh, and get away from the cops. It was kind of like the premise of Dukes of Hazard, Right. Yeah. The moonshine, baby. Mm-hmm. They really did uh, um, take this to a whole new level, making that a kid show. Didn't they just try to make it like a normal uh, kid show? What do you mean? The Dukes of Hazard. That was meant for kids. No, it wasn't. <laughs> like you see Daisy Duke. Come on yeah exactly you see daisy duck come on that's not a kid show yeah i mean it's just that's, in, in kid that's show like what clothing most boys of uh, the 80s grew up on watching yeah. and doing things her and olivia newton john man that was sad that she passed away yeah yeah but that was we knew it was coming yeah well the cancer is never good yeah but the story well, that she's she's in xanadu now amen the story that randy lanier told on how they would go in with the boats and how the ballast works and how they would cut mm-hmm. holes in the because on the sides of these boats they would cut holes in them and then mm-hmm. they would fill them with weed and then they would re uh you know they'd go through and do the whole thing where they mm-hmm. welded the metal back and then the water was on top of it so it was in the ballast tanks and it was just yeah. and we're talking moving a lot of uh i think you said the one hall was like 100 million mm. in marijuana this is back in the 80s so i mean you know by today's that was back when marijuana was more expensive yeah it was harder to get but i uh, thought it was interesting yeah. that this was somebody living a secondary life who was good enough to race in the indy 500 but was also mm-hmm. a drug dealer by uh well just by happenstance because yeah, he started driving pace that well well not back then now i'm guessing a whole lot better but it wasn't bad i don't think if yeah. you were an indy 500 driver i think they they were always at the more upper echelon of what uh, well, the, drivers you know, make top the, the winner gets paid decent but i don't know what the number five guy gets paid true you have to be a winner you got to take that prize money home yeah it's all about hiding yeah. in plain sight and unlike boxing it's not just you know one winner and one runner up no there's a lot of people there's a lot of runners up <laughs> this is it and there's yeah. less than nascar now i was kind of surprised because when i stopped watching back in like 2005 or so i think the field was 43 now it's 36 so they've kind of contracted mm. and i knew it was getting bad i mean i just I, mean, I joked that it, i could tell because i left and i was a every race watcher and then went back and i think i have that adhd kind of thing because when i started watching baseball mm. and baseball is a horrible sport for somebody that feels like you have to watch every game mm, because yeah. there's a lot there's too many of them yeah that's true 162 i games. never really liked nascar i i enjoyed watching the videos of, of like the interviews with the car and talking about what's in the car and stuff i never really understood the purpose of watching people going in a circle that to me just seems stupid it's a lot less now there's a lot more road courses i mean they're yeah. as we talked about they're gonna race on the city streets of chicago like that that's much more interesting and i i was always into um uh rally into uh wrc right and that's similar driving to the road well it's it's actual challenging road conditions unlike a circle 
It's not just trying to avoid getting hit by the guy that's two inches away from you. Uh, the guys are usually quite a bit ahead of you or behind you, but it's it's more about you versus the nature right. at the highest speed. Now, when you're racing the streets of Chicago, it's you against the citizens Barricades. of Chicago. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> when, the, when the lead comes flying. But this was interesting because I know we talked about this. We talked about Death Race 2000. Yeah, with yeah. David Carradine. Well, and, uh, right, that'll be next year's NASCAR well, it's a race. a shitty movie, but it's it's a funny, shitty movie. There's a lot of the politicians here who are not happy because it seems that uh, the mayor, whatever the uh, the contract with NASCAR, uh-huh. is only for like a half a million bucks or something. Oh, wow. For it's like, wait, you bring in how many million for long? And they're going down the Wacker Drive. They're going down Lakeshore Drive, Columbus. Sure. This yeah. was my question. And this was some of the stuff that the latest uh, documents that are coming out are showing. Mm hmm is that there are going to be portions of there's one part in the uh, you know where the big bean is in uh, mm-hmm. millennium park there that is going to be nascars for a little over a month now wow. the actual streets where this is happening is i believe it was 10 days before and three days after so there's a full oh, two wow. weeks a portion yeah. of Lakeshore Drive is going to be shut. Columbus That's is going to be gonna shut. Be fucking up a lot of people's traffic. Yeah, this is not going to be a two week period that you want to be say driving. That watching watching the drone videos of the cars going down Lakeshore is going to be very pretty. Oh, it will. That's what they're. Well, this is exactly what they're looking for. Is the background? Mm-hmm. It is a made for television race. They're saying, well, they might have mm-hmm. up to a hundred thousand spectators, and I'm like, where mm-hmm. and why? I mean, yeah. I think they're going to have a lot more than that watching on video. Yes. Well, this is where, when it comes to, this is why I think NASCAR started with going around in a circle is because they started at the short tracks. And if you have a quarter mile or a half mile short track, you can sit in the bleachers and you can follow the car fairly easily all the way around the track. Yep. Now, when you start getting to places like Indianapolis and Daytona, Mm -hmm. well, that's, a little bit harder but i have never felt the want or need to go to watch a road course race because it feels like you see your guy come by once every minute and a half or two minutes yeah i i would agree the the view is so much better on television yes way better and do you ever watch the the monaco uh the uh the racer uh what is it called the uh, not for a while there's well the monaco grand prix there's, the grand prix yeah yeah that's what it was but the drone coverage even in nascar now because again this is i hadn't really watched in a couple of decades or a decade mm-hmm. and a half the television coverage is revolutionized now by these the drones that can oh, yeah. do all sorts yeah. of crazy stuff i'm just waiting for a drone to like crash into a car well they have avoidance mechanisms in place i would think so but you would have something's gotta fail at some point Mm, yeah maybe yeah. maybe not i don't know i think uh, drones are really good at having enough sensors on them these days to where they will actively avoid things if they think they're in danger and if they're about to lose power then they just get out of like, the way at, at the point that the amount of power left is equivalent to the flight time to get back to the safe zone is when they start flying back makes sense like they so it it It'll totally be different as to when your battery dies, depending on how far away your drone is at the time that it, it figures out the math. You mean so they're very safe. 
It's not like that commercial where the electronic dog jumps off the building and loses power mid jump. Well, that would suck. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, it's not going to go good. But, you know, you figure. Yeah, I've had a drone that uh, crashed on me that I was flying. Oh, what, well, like, it didn't crash on me. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> that would have been a lot it, more entertaining it, it, with the video footage. Yes, yes. No, uh, I had a drone that was carrying a, a payload that ended up um, carrying a payload. That sounds nefarious well it was expensive i wouldn't i wouldn't say it was nefarious but it ended up becoming imbalanced and combined with the wind that was in place it it had lost its ability to uh maintain altitude and once that happened it it just started swinging back and forth and dropping like a brick <laughs> eventually dropping like a brick onto asphalt and uh, having a debris field around it yeah, those um, are not cheap devices. No, I've actually I've crashed three drones in my life. Oh. Well, you're good yeah. at it, obviously. Mm-hmm. I well, and I got out of the drone business eventually. I was like, you know what? I I'm not clearly the person to fly. I mean, if you want to, if you hey Ukraine, if you need to hire somebody for those <laughs> one way drone jobs where you just fly and crash into something, yeah uh call me up if you never I, want I, your drone back i might call be Gene. pretty good at it. exactly <laughs> but one uh, way trip. no actually one of my drones i sold to brian brushwood nice well i yeah. can see for the stuff that he does and this is makes the ability to do the aerial shots something mm-hmm. that the average person never had all of a sudden it's way overused even when it's not needed because mm-hmm. they have the ability to do yeah, it. it's available yeah, and this was the one I sold them. I think it was the Inspire one, so it was about a five thousand dollar drone when I bought it. It was but, a little like scratched and dented by the time you gave it to him. Oh no 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 no! Uh, that I only crashed that one once. <laughs> it was in perfectly good shape. Um, Ignore that, the paint job. It was fine. It was fine. It was it it. It's not a real even crash. It just got stuck in a tree. So somebody had to climb up and get it back down. But not you. Well, I'm not going to climb a fucking tree, please. <laughs> Come on. Are you supposed to be on the Modern Rogue show, aren't you? Can't he, can't he at least get <sighs> you on, uh, you know, one of those uh, scam school episodes or whatever he's calling them now? Whatever he's calling him. I don't know. I haven't seen Brian in ages. Uh, I, I, I have no idea. I know he's supposed to have another audio book type thing coming out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, I don't know. We... we we used to get together on a pretty regular basis, but this whole like COVID thing where I was making fun of him wearing masks, I think Ooh. that that just kind of put a damper in it. He got a little uh, uh, angry about that. He claims think? not to have gotten angry, but ever since then, he hasn't really talked to me. He's like, ah, Gene's a dick. Uh huh. Maybe I'll reach I don't out. Know. I just if he called wants to do a show. What did I? I should reach out to him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got plenty of things. So I'm on my last day of work today. That's right for the big job. Then you're going yeah. full time podcasting five days a week. Five days a week, full time podcasters seem to be very poor. Which uh, everybody is because uh, the economy mm-hmm. and uh, podcast donations on Grumpy Old Ben's this week, mm. nothing. And on Unrelenting this week, nothing. What? And on uh, on Random Thoughts, nothing. Yeah. Well, I can't. Oh, you just said uh, you got a donation from CSB on Random Thoughts. Well, he just sent in one today. Oh, no, a one to, for the pre-show. Okay, yes. I see. Now, the pre-show, yeah. that's still doing all right. Oh, okay. It's, it's down, okay. 
but uh, it's still doing all right. But overall, everything has gone into a crater nosedive. Well, and you know I what they say. It. Value for value. Yeah. That's the value you're providing. And when you, it's like when people have the value to give back, I get it. Because I know there's some people that will be like, ah, I'm not getting enough. It's like, no, we, we do this uh, for fun. I mean, I'm not saying we won't skip a show here and there. Mm-hmm. Or might have to dedicate some more time to something that can actually make money, but mm-hmm. doing the shows is fun. It's so not, you're saying I picked a bad time to be a full time podcast. Yes, you picked a horrible damn time it. to go full time. I mean, unless now if you have a a million dollar nest egg, you could probably skate through being a podcaster for a year or two. <laughs> okay, alrighty. With yes. the uh, with the Joe Biden hiring eighty seven thousand new IRS agents, but no, yeah, you're they're not going to. You know, they're going to start looking at people that put podcaster on their uh, job titles on their IRS reports. Yeah, but here's the thing: I think those are the people they're not looking at because if anybody actually, mm. and I do, you know, because of the fact of one, PayPal has made it nearly impossible not to if you're using yeah. that as not just PayPal, but any way that you're taking money online mm-hmm. is going to end up giving you a tax form. 1099. Absolutely. So there's nothing you can do to pretend that didn't come in. Now, if stuff that comes in in cash, cash or checks, cash, you know, checks are still trackable. So cash is about yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. Cash is about it. Exactly. So, I mean, I'm not dumb enough. The people they're looking at are the ones that have podcasts and go, yeah, I didn't make any money. Mm-hmm. You have to, uh, you have to do your taxes. Eighty-seven thousand new IRS agents. That's, I, I was trying to compute this the other day because what do you think a new IRS eighty-seven agent makes? billion dollars? Right. This is, this is uh, the not billion good. dollars per agent. No, it's not. It's eighty-seven thousand agents. Uh huh. But it's billions of dollars that they're spending to hire no, these 87 people. Eighty-seven billion. No, that's the number they've talked about it. It's 87 billion is the cost. So it's like a hundred thousand per agent or something like that. Wow. At least that's at minimum. It's, it's absolutely insane to, to and then to, that's a yearly cost. That's not yeah. a, that's not a one-time cost. Yeah. Cause people actually want to get paid. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have a slightly yeah. different viewpoint on this now that my wife has a government a job. job Yeah, because I didn't realize that the government jobs, you get your raises based upon your ability and how well you're doing like every other industry does, but Mm -hmm. the government also has a built in inflation. Yeah. So it's like, Oh, inflation's up 39% this year. Here's Mm -hmm. a 39% boost in pay. Yep. It's like, Mm -hmm. Holy crap. That's crazy. Well, and then, you know, dealing with the millennials out there that they kind of expect that as well from normal jobs. And it's like, eh, that's not how it works. Right. Company has to be profitable first. Yeah. You always go back to the, look at what a hamburger joint or a pizza place is going to do. It's like Mm -hmm. if they're charging $10 for a pizza Mm -hmm. and their cost goes up by 50%, Mm -hmm. they Mm -hmm. certainly cannot afford to pay the workers another 50% higher. No, No. it's like, this is why there are robots going, going up. Yeah. And I think everyone will be replaced by robots at this point. And really the food in most restaurants, I mean, okay, not fine dining, but for fast food, the food will be better. If you have yeah. a robot making it, then a 16 year old because the robot's not going to spit in your food. Also true, but they're also going to be consistent, which is, it's the one thing anybody that cooks knows this consistency is the hardest thing to yeah. 
keep going. And this is why I love watching. And I know it's just like watching a train wreck and it's like watching the same episode every show. But Gordon Ramsay's done these shows. Uh, Uh, Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. Well, the uh, the there was one that he just did like 24 hours to hell and back. It's all similar where Mm -hmm. he goes into restaurants. Yeah, it is very repetitive and it's the same exact reactions. Yes. And are you trying him. to kill somebody? It's always him overacting yes. and trying to go overboard about how horrible the food is. <clears throat> and then the episode wraps up with basically the same food with him going, oh, so delicious. <laughs> it's like, dude, nobody's buying this shit. Okay. It's a production thing. It is definitely a production thing. It's a, it's a guilty pleasure. I like watching that. Mm-hmm. But it's the consistency, because when you're giving these people a lot of times that the people working in the kitchen at yeah. these little restaurants are not very well trained. They do not no. know really how to cook. And when you've got 20 orders coming in at the same time, the ability to make that steak or whatever the exact same way every time is not yeah. easy. No, It's hard to do just making breakfast for two people. Yeah, you know it's well. Oh, you're going. Oh, I have to put the toast in. Oh, geez, the eggs have been on too long. Oh, it's rough. So I mean, if you find a place that has good food, I mean, <laughs> make sure you. I had a pretty good lunch the other day. I had a lunch with a uh, friend of mine that we occasionally have lunch. Not where handler. Often. Uh, no, Boris, your handler, <laughs> not Boris. Well, <laughs> oh, oh, Natasha, is she your handler yeah. now? They've well, anyway. You. Yes, I'm sir. talking about food. Important topic. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, and uh, and uh, so it was this time around. We decided to do it full seafood menu. So I had uh, crudo, some shrimp cocktails, um, a uh, ceviche, uh, and uh, a red snapper. that was um cooked intact well it was gutted but it was the whole fish with the head and the tail and everything on the grill which was really yummy very tasty it was like a bread encrusted red snapper uh butterflied uh so good and i you know normally i go for the uh steak but this time around went for the the seafood that was very very good well, that's where it's harder. It's very easy. I can make one hell of a steak. I butcher fish all the time. Mm-hmm. It is There is a trick to it. There is a skill to it. I should say not a trick, but knowing exactly how to uh, prepare it. Yeah. That's why the top chefs make a lot of money. Well, and the, the top chefs, first of all, are good managers. Secondly, they have a sense of style because expensive food has to look good, not just taste good. And uh, and then thirdly, uh, generally they've put in their ten thousand hours. Right, they've they've learned their craft. Yeah, it's specialized. But you can have tasty food that just doesn't have very good presentation, and that's usually much cheaper. Um, and unfortunately, you also have expensive restaurants that don't have tasty food even though it looks nice yeah that's no good it Mm -hmm. has to taste good first and foremost yeah and simple works i mean you don't have to be insane in Mm -hmm. the way you prepare good ingredients Mm -hmm. 
Now, the bad ingredients, that's where it also takes a little bit more skill to be able to take the uh, the nasty bits, as they say, and turn them into something beautiful. Yep. Like the blood sausage. The black pudding. The best stuff on the plate. Yeah. Well, I know you mentioned that before. You like the the black pudding. You like the blood sausage. Um, you know, it's not everybody's. Well, a lot of people won't even taste it, which I've at least tried to avoid that thing for most things. Even I remember uh, when we had the country bar restaurant in the area here that served the Rocky Mountain oysters. Mm -hmm. Like, sure, I'll try that. Why not? And Mm -hmm. we were with my uh, brother-in-law at the time, and he didn't know what they were. And he was eating these things like there was no tomorrow. And they were fried up. Yeah, fried up bull Mm -hmm. testicles. Yep. And, you know, they gave him a little certificate afterwards. But what's, it was it was hilarious because mm-hmm. this was exactly proof positive of like mm-hmm. what parents tell their children. Because when he didn't know what they were, mm-hmm. they were delicious. He couldn't get enough. Yeah. And then the minute you told him what they were, it was like, oh, it's like, but you like them. <laughs> I mean, that's. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I could, I could see that. But I don't know. I, I think. It, like i've certainly uh chomped down on a bull testicle or two. Oh yeah absolutely i've been very receptive to trying new and different foods but certain foods just they, they just don't appeal to me like regular oysters i i would prefer the uh colorado ones to the regular oysters i just don't like them and yeah, a lot of people slimy, love oysters yeah, yeah not it's my like favorite eating, thing it's yeah it's like eating, eating salt uh, water. snot yeah saltwater snot somebody else's snot with some horseradish well see the like, horseradish mm, makes it good it really doesn't well you there's no understand there. when you have to cover the taste so drastically with something else that yeah that burns your mouth <laughs> yes yeah yeah and i think that it's true of sushi as well like the really good sushi places will not overuse the horseradish the wasabi, which is well, they horseradish. want you to taste the because you want to taste the fish there, yeah. And and certainly, if you order sashimi instead of sushi, then you're in charge of applying how much uh, soy and uh, uh, wasabi you put on there. But uh, the cheap sushi places, that's mostly what you taste is the wasabi because they're using the some fish hard itself ingredients. doesn't taste all that great. Yeah, yeah. Every Monday. I get an email from our local grocery store, which is today. It's Monday's $5 sushi day. And I'm like, nope. Oof. <laughs> I'm like, no, nope, all I, this fish that's been sitting out over the weekend. Probably come yeah. and get it raw. Uh-huh. 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 Like, no, I see. And again, that's something I've never tried. And I, I will yeah. at some point because I'm just uh, a lot when it comes to it. Sushi so, in general. Yeah. Never tried sushi. You've never had sushi. No. Well, you don't really travel. I wouldn't recommend sushi in Chicago. I'd recommend sushi in cities close to water. Right. Somewhere where it's fresh, absolutely fresh. Mm-hmm. And not lake water. Not Don't want it to be sitting around for any length of time. The less time it is spent not alive yeah. is no yeah, good. And generally, all this fish is, is flesh frozen. So it, even if you're eating sushi in you know, Seattle or something, uh, the, the fish is generally going to be flesh frozen. Uh, now in Japan, you can get sushi that's got fish that's never been frozen. That's a little more risky because it could still have parasites in there. Oh, with the heart still beating, man. 
not that right that far. No, in China, you could probably get fish that's actually moving and eat that. They're into eating live things there. Really like that. Um, or a cat or a dog or, you know, any other critter that happens to be in a cage. Well, the dog can be tasty, I'm guessing. Uh, I've had dog. Dog dog doesn't taste very good. Wow. People are going to hate you for that. No, they're not. They hate me for Ukraine. They can't hate me for eating dog. What kind of dog? Where were you? How was it prepared? This is int- oh, okay. That makes sense. <laughs> well, you gonna not try dog when it's when you're in a restaurant that has dog? First, you're gonna try dog. <laughs> if, it, if I'm here in Chicago and they're serving dog, yes, I'm going to avoid that and the restaurant eh, probably. You might you might try it. You'd be like, oh, let me. See. Well, I've tried. I've gator. never had monkey brains. No, I've seen that though on Faces I've of Death. It. Oh, have you? Yeah. Yeah. Remember that video back oh, where in they, the day? They, they served the monkey brains live. Yeah. Where they put the yeah. monkey like in the table right. and then right. they just like smash its head. And then right. it's like, well, I don't think they smash it. I think they screw its head in so it can't move. And then buzz saw the top off and then and eat the brains mm, out. Fresh brains. Oh, a lot of people do enjoy the taste of brains. You know, like you buy all kinds of animal brains. It's not a problem to get that stuff in the grocery store. No, you can but, buy brains and tongues and all sorts yeah. of things. Well, but I just brain, much like oysters, is just not an appealing organ to me. Uh, it's just it, it's one of those things that uh, you want something with a little more firmness and substance to it. Yeah, I mean, it's like it, it's it's more messy or it's more textury, I should say, than just like jello. But it doesn't have the firmness of, you know, protein like organs, like muscles or anything. I don't know. It just it, it's not appealing whatsoever. Tongue has the opposite issue, I think, because it is a purely a muscle. And I'm not a fan of tongue either because uh, tongue. No lengua tacos for you. It, no, no. It has. uh uh Again, the texture of the tongue, which is just muscles and blood vessels, mm. it just does not, it doesn't do anything for me. <laughs> Your voice just went up like three octaves. Yeah, for that I, one. I just, I, I don't, I don't <laughs> like it. I, I, I'm just not, I don't know. No tongue. Yeah. No. no tongue. No tongue. My mom used to like tongue. She used to make it all the time and I just never freaking ate it. Well, I, that may be why you don't like it. There's a, she made it a no, reaction. No. Like you were I, forced to, and you're like, no, I was never, I was never forced to eat it, but she enjoyed it. And it was, it was like, you know, definitely one of the meals as a holiday meal, the big uh, tongue comes had, out, had tongue. And you Did know, it looked like you gotta you know, have the, horseradish. You gotta have horseradish. Of course. All this stuff. Did it look like the Rolling Stones logo when it was brought out on the plate? It actually looks just like tenderloin. And you're like, well, I like tenderloin. I do like tenderloin, but tenderloin, here's the difference. The tongue is a muscle that gets used consistent constantly for the life of an animal. The tenderloin never actually ever gets used. It is a muscle that is hooked up to things that don't actually need to be moved. Which is and why it's so tender. It's so tender. It's so good. You could eat it with a spoon. It is hard to beat a good tenderloin. There's nothing else as far as I'm concerned. They're like I've eaten tenderloin uh, raw straight off of a deer that was shot because it was so good. They're like, God, oh, don't you were supposed to cook that? And you're like, no, just, no, nobody cooks them. They, everybody eats those raw. Just digs right in blood dripping down your beard. 
Yeah, exactly. You're like grizzly yeah, Adams you butcher, out in the wild. Once you butcher the deer, and you know you've you're, there's plenty of other meat that you're going to be cooking, but the tenderloin, it's just sitting there waiting for you. Mm-mm-mm. I would still rather brown the outside and uh, and get it to a nice medium rare. God no, what's ruining it? Although I've never had a uh, venison tenderloin, so uh, oh, you haven't? No, oh. yeah. No, it's 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 still got a little bit of that deer flavor, um, but uh, it's very very similar. Get us a big bison, cut that baby up. Oh, I love bison. I eat bison meat at least once a week. It is delicious. You can get I ostrich really do meat. prefer you that. bison. How about ostrich? Ostrich, I found to I find to be a little too dry. Well, that's why you got to add a little something something. But bacon? Get, yes. Okay, there you go. Because mm-hmm. everything is better with bacon. That's the marketing, at least. Yeah. I mean, it'll kill you, but. Uh, yeah. So, oh, right, here's the other thing. I don't know if I talked about this. Did I talk about my, uh, maybe I talked about my uh, full medical thing last show. We you were talking about, about getting the full scan. I don't know if we had any yeah, results. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, well, the results were pretty boring. It was all stuff I knew. High cholesterol. Yeah, no shit. Jesus, like, um, yeah, you should see my, you should like, what, what, what I eat? That's really low when yeah, you look at what I've shocking eaten. I have. High <laughs> cholesterol. Oh, my God. So my doctor has now convinced me to try doing the satins again. I don't like that idea, but I'll, I'll, I'll humor him for a few months. Uh, try doing the statins, see if that does anything. Um, but other than that, the other thing was there was one of my arteries in the heart has, uh, quite a bit of cholesterol in it, which is not good. Yeah. Build up there is not good. Not a good place for it. So I've been doing some research on what rotor rooter activities are available. Now, is this an area where that's in the heart or you can do it right outside? You can do stents if it's in the right place. Uh, yeah, it's outside. The, it's one of the four arteries going to the heart. Now, depending where it is, that was yeah. the issue with my mom was that they had a couple of blockages and one of them mm-hmm. was in a place where they're like, unfortunately, we can't get a stent there. Mm. So that's when they're still doing the open heart bypass right. when you can't get a stent. Yeah. There. Yeah. And I, I, I'm not at the point of proactively doing a heart bypass. Um, <laughs> what are you doing this week, Gene? Well, I was quite, thinking of getting a bypass. Quite there. But I, I am going to go talk to my uh, cardiologist and see what he thinks. Um, what I'm not super happy with is, like you mentioned, is that uh, like I just did a stress test like a year ago, and they didn't see a goddamn thing to warn me about. They're like, oh, it looks fine. It's like, okay, well. But when you do the full body CAT scan, apparently you can see all kinds of things. Oh, yeah. Well, that's more than the stress um, test because they're looking for different things. Yeah. Um, like a year or two years ago when uh, when I had one of the issues mm-hmm. that uh, it w- was great because I love the hospital here, especially if uh-huh. you have insurance. And, you know, it's like, uh, mm-hmm. well, you know, uh, we're pretty sure this was just, you know, the gallbladder, which it was just giving me, you know, chest pains Ooh. and uh but he's like, you know, uh, it's been however many hours. He's like, if this was a heart issue, this would be very rare for it to not have, mm. you know, done something more at this point. Okay. He's like, but, you know, if, if you want the uh, the full stress test with the dye, they'll yeah. do that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, sure. What's that? And then they put you in 
like an MRI kind of machine. It wasn't an, uh-huh. it was a similar scanning machine. Yeah. And they do the heart scan and then they put a dye into your system. Yeah. Uh, well, well, then you go and do the, uh, the stress test and then they put the dye into your system or I forget yeah. which that was, but then you get back in and they mm-hmm. do a comparison and that's where they can see how the blood's flowing and if there's an issue and, uh, I'm sure yeah. there's different types of tests to do that, but the, oh yeah, you can run and your heart's beating fine. So you're fine is not necessarily yeah, the not, truth. No, no. Cause the, they're plenty of people that are runners that die of heart attacks too. Yeah. So Jim Fix, man. Right. That was his name. Jim so, Fix back in the day in the eighties, the guy that wrote recall. all the books, like running is great. Running is awesome. Right. And then he drops dead. Died. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what happened to your gallbladder? It had to come out. Oh, he did. So how how fast was that surgery, or what did you have to? The gallbladder surgery wasn't bad. That took yeah. a, maybe two hours or so, and uh, that's still quite a while. It ended well. It would normally have been outpatient, but I wound up staying overnight mm. because mm. that's when I went into AFib after. Oh, and okay. the you know the nurses didn't believe it. They were trying to like uh, push me out the door, oh. literally, <laughs> and I'm vomiting because I don't do well with most of the anesthesia yeah so i have a tendency to oh, so you were under anesthesia when they did this well yes oh okay you know they don't leave you awake when they're uh putting a robot oh, no? i thought it, for something like that they would i mean maybe you could if you wanted to hmm. but i was vomiting so much and then all of a sudden i felt my heart rhythm go yeah. off and they're like no you're fine and i'm like no and you know the uh anesthesiologist came in and he's like no oh, let me see and he listens he's mm-hmm. like yeah we're gonna get you an ekg wow okay and it the whatever medication they get i mean the, you have to realize that part of it was you don't eat anything for like 24 hours before the surgery so your body's right, like that right, right. level and then you're yeah. going through that and then the vomiting and all that but yeah. uh with the with the gallbladder the, the guy was kind of amazed that it didn't cause more problems because he said the it was mainly one gallstone yep but he said it was the size of a small chicken egg. That's interesting because that's one of the other things that they found was I have a golf ball size gallstone. There you go. That's going to get you at some point. Yeah. So again, the doctor's like, so any, you know, do you feel that? I'm like, yeah, I would have never known about it if I didn't get the scan. And I said, so, you know, what, what, what's, what's our options for getting rid of that? Do you, can you go in there with ultrasound and break it up and shit? And he's like, no, we just cut out the gall, the gallbladder. I'm like, what do you mean you cut out the guy? I want, like, I don't, <laughs> it's it, useless. I want the gallstone to be removed, not the gallbladder. There's difference between those two things. Now they take the whole thing out. Yeah. They take the whole thing out because they're pussies. And it's the magic of the, uh, the machine. What are they, It's a named after somebody. I forget one of these old, mm. uh, you know, like the Galileo or something machine. Uh, no. And it's, it's like magic. They go in and they mm-hmm. had to make it a little bit of a larger incision. Normally it would just be a very small or two or three little right. incisions, but to, uh, yeah. you know, to pull the small egg sized uh, thing mm-hmm. out, they had to make a larger incision to, uh, well, you know what they say? The bears, the bears. Yeah. I mean, well, this is why you, the, uh, the stuff know. is down there in my, when uh-huh. my wife needed the gallbladder out, she was in serious pain. I mean, it was mm. the low, you know, the area where the gallbladder is, mm. she could feel pain. I never, never felt pain. No. What so I had you, was a, yeah. uh, the, uh, heartburn that would just not go away. 
Interesting. Okay. And it was not fun. I mean, when I say it wouldn't go away, you know, once it was okay, well, just stay away from fatty foods and that I was able Mm -hmm. to go a few weeks without an issue. But then once it kicked itself back in, I mean, Mm -hmm. I had heartburn for days, if not a couple of weeks where it just wouldn't go away before they could get the thing out. And you were even taking uh, everything. Yeah. The heartburn pills or whatever. Yep. No bueno, man. It was not fun. Mm. Once it finally decides it wants to come out, you want to get it out. Got it. Okay. So do you think it'd be, I should just do it proactively? I mean, if you have a golf ball Not medical advice. (laughs) Right. This is not medical advice. What the doctor said is if it's not bothering you, then you're fine until it starts bothering you. But also at that size, there's no risk of it, uh, like, you know, getting jammed up anywhere. Right. It's not coming out. It's not coming out. It's just going to be in there. Right. So all all you're doing is just taking a lot of that volume up that you normally would have uh, bile in is just taken up by the gallstone. That's now, it. the thing is, if that moves to block that duct yeah, and it starts producing the bile, then that's kind of like having, which I do now, the uh, infected tooth where it's like, we got a problem. Mm-hmm. We want to uh, we want to expand, but we can't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hence pain. Yeah. So and yeah, where the hell is it located? I don't even know where to look for that pain. The gallbladder is lower right side, I think, or is it left side? It's uh Well, your heart's on the left. Do I have a heart? If you have one, it's on the left. <laughs> the I've gallbladder. I believe I'm tr- I think it was lower right side, but I'm I mean they're on the front or back. You could look for it. It could move. I mean, that's oh, where great. the pain is coming okay. from too. Uh hmm. a lot of it uh the first thing people notice is like back yeah. pain interesting okay well i'll keep an eye on it maybe i'll do a proactive removal thing um i mean if all goes well it's an outpatient thing you go in it's all done robotically i think it's the da vinci machine they use okay and they go in they pull it out and just draws a big picture on you and i swear even with that size of yeah it Mm -hmm. should it should you Mm -hmm. should get a little piece of artwork when you're done nice but (laughs) so i spent the night in the hospital one night uh-huh. And once I got home, I think I took one round of Vicodin. Otherwise, it was just on to Tylenol. I mean, there was no pain. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was the day after every now and then there was a little, mm-hmm. you know, cringeworthy pain, just little spasms and then here. Your, your, uh, uh, after it was removed, you didn't have the, uh, the heartburn uh, gone. It was heartburn, great. Yeah. Which was like, I don't care about the pain now. I mean, that, it's basically it's just producing it in liver and directly sticking it into your stomach instead of going through the gallbladder. Yeah, it takes a while for your system to kind of adjust, you know, mm-hmm. and with what you eat and all that. But after a while, it's like, yeah, no big deal. Yeah. All right. Well, good. Good to know. Good we do know. not give medical advice. I'll be getting a no root medical canal advice. next month. Yeah. That'll be root fun. Canal. Yeah. Oof. I've, I've had one of those once. Yeah, I did. I had one a few years ago, and uh, this was just a case of uh, the dentist who we really liked, unfortunately, died Oh, right before COVID. He found out he had lung cancer, and it was he was in his early 60s, and mm. within, like, weeks was dead. So it was a very aggressive kind of lung cancer, and he was a mm. guy that ran and was active also. So it's like, well, that's, uh, that's weird. He didn't smoke, but you have to want, you know, question as a dentist what kind of stuff you've inhaled over the years with right, uh, this is plenty of information about a dead guy get to the point <laughs> so it's like i hadn't been 
to the denizens right before COVID. And uh, mm-hmm. this is why when, uh, you know, had a little bit of a cavity that got too far and uh, that's the end result. Although I found a nice female dentist just a mile away. And uh, so even I can drive out there. It doesn't matter. Nice. Yeah, and, that's good. Uh, nice and close. And probably walk there. Yes. And uh, the practice is also covered by the wife's new insurance, which will be kicking in on September wow. 1st. So you're waiting until September to do it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You know, that was the first question that they asked when I called was like, oh, do you have insurance? insurance? I'm like, I uh-huh. will in a month. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, like, root the- canals. Let's see. Last time for me was probably a decade ago, maybe more, probably more than a decade. I'm trying to remember. I want to say a root canal was 500 bucks. No, no, it's uh, 4,000 with the crown. Oh, well, that's mostly the crown. It's 2000 root canal, 2000 crown. I think it well, was. Well, that's a crazy ass price for a dentist. You got to find something cheaper. Well, this will be under the insurance. So that's the also. Well, the, that's, uh, that's the insurance price. The normal price should be closer to like a quarter of that. So it, the, the, this was the going rate as of like, it also depends on the tooth. Cause they, there are some that have like one root and two. Is roots this a molar and, or not? Yeah. It's, it's a molar. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was, it was 500 bucks for root canal. It was 300 bucks for a tooth removal and it was a $1,200 for the crown. Yeah. This so, is the tooth removal was 400 would be if you just okay. want it pulled yeah. out. Yeah. 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 Yeah, because what happened with me is they did a root canal, and in the process of doing the root canal, the tooth cracked, and then it became a tooth removal. Oh, well, that's no fun. Well, it's, I mean, yeah, it's definitely no fun, but it was one of those things where I, I kind of got lucky, so I, I didn't have to pay for the root canal. You're like, just pull them all out, man. I mean, you know, if you, if you botch up the root canal, it's not my problem. It's the dentist's fault, so they can pay for that. You're like, I could just give me some fake teeth. Um. Yeah, those are expensive. Now, I since that tooth was pulled out, uh, looked into like, okay, what what are my actions? You could do a bridge, which is basically just a crown on the two adjoining teeth with right. a fake tooth in the middle, right? Hence, bridge. Or you could, or you could do an implant. I always wondered is, about that. Why they called it a bridge? Then I'm like, oh, I right. get it now. Yeah, it's bridging uh, the other two teeth. Exactly. So you're damaging two healthy teeth next yes. to the empty hole, so that you could put a bridge on there. Doesn't sound like a great idea to me. And then the implant was uh, basically two thousand bucks to stick a little metal pin into your jaw and let it heal for six months. Yes. And then and then another two thousand bucks for the fake tooth. Well, remember that's what on top of that's it. what our buddy Bemrose had to have done on his front tooth because oh, yeah, that yeah. was uh, it was months like you said where they put the post in and then that yeah. had to heal yeah. and uh, this the all this pro- all went back to accident. It, it was a. Uh, it was a drunken college accident. Ah, okay. Where he went face first back then. Then, yeah. Well, but he just had the the permanent thing done last year or so. Oh, oh, okay. So this was, uh, you know, something where they finally needed to do that. But yeah, yeah. That, oh yeah, we'll we'll drill a little thing in. We'll have a post. It's like, oh, uh, I, I don't want to think about it. Just do it. Don't tell me what you're doing. Yeah, it's. I mean, well, people have all kinds of titanium things for you know wrists and kneecaps and, and i guess not kneecaps but knee knee ball joints and all kinds of things so it's uh it's not horribly different it's just it takes a while for your bone to grow around the metal enough to 
for it to be have solid. The tooth be in there and not be loose. Yeah. Right. And remember um, now, if anybody is uh, following along at home, we started with how about that raid on Trump's house? That's and one continuous conversation <laughs> from that without any veering of any point. Yeah. No, I think that's the thing about this podcast. Like I said, this is we we are the um Seinfeld uh, of the Seinfeld of podcasts because we literally have a podcast about nothing and we just kind of stumble through these loosely, very loosely connected topics. That's why it's hard um, to do chapters. Because it's like really yeah <laughs> it's like yeah. one big chapter that's all it is your chapters are basically just going to be the name of the person talking <laughs> yeah it's like blather 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 gene blathers uh-huh. darren blathers blather more uh-huh. blather so uh speaking of blather um <laughs> i i've kind of put a poll up up on no agenda social to see how many people would be interested in uh uh getting a a free beta account on my soon to be released prepping website Ooh, i don't know if you saw that poll or not i did not sir gene preps i know you if were you up. click if you go to no agenda social and you click on any of my posts click on my actual icon on my face the pinned click on thing my there face. click on my face the pinned uh link is the poll which is still open i'm gonna keep it running for another few days to give me a better idea of how many people are interested and of course um you know they're the jokesters amongst us like my uh other podcast co-host ben said he thought it would be hilarious if he put the no answer because the two uh, the two choices you have are, are you looking at it right now or by chance or hell not? yeah sign me up and no what? i am polish and i hate you yeah those are the two options that you have well to be fair i am part polish so i could go no well, and and uh, plenty of people have. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, damn! There's a lot of Polish people on there no are agenda a lot of social Polacks out here. Exactly. Hell yeah! So that would explain a lot of things. E. Uh huh. But I thought that would be a fair way to do the poll, right? That's uh, just give people the two options that are the most likely ones for them. Um, uh, and so there were some questions about like, well, what do you mean? What do you mean free? What does this entail? What, what, what format? Be? Yes. So I'm going to clarify this uh, very. What site will this be like for what this is to preppers? What what is to something else? Uh, This is to preppers. What a prepper website is to preppers. Uh, (laughs) That does not (laughs) that does not describe anything. That's that's correct. So here's the basic idea is um, I I've got products coming in the prepper space right now from russia from china oh you're, so you're working with them too? cheaper to manufacture than russia yes but is the quality where we need it to be the quality is exactly where we need it to be uh and so this first batch of products uh i've already spent the money on i've ordered already and they're going to be delivered hopefully in the next few weeks um and they will be up on Amazon. So the the products are all going to be available on Amazon. However, this is where this question comes in. What is the brand name that you will have these under on Amazon? Uh, that that will be released once the first product is here. We're not releasing the brand quite yet. Um, although if you're a fan of this show, you probably will like the brand. That's the hint I'm going to give. <laughs> is it Russian apologist? <laughs> 
No. Or is it just unrelenting uh, corp or something like that? It might be. That, see, then you have to cut me in. Do I? Why? Do you own the trademark for that word? I don't know. I own the, do- the domain. Oh, <laughs> uh, not the good one, though. I own the good domain. Damn it. So uh-huh. close. Spent some money on that one. Anyway. Can I put my face on the product? That'll sell <laughs> it. <your> face. <laughs> uh you 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 know i hear you're pretty good at making videos true. showing how to use products oh true so i could be the shill like you hey, could totally be the shill man i just got this brand yeah. new product from yeah russian don't, apologist and, corp <laughs> and don't mention that you got it for free right no no uh, that, that just yeah, flashes I in just the background this product <laughs> yes i i spent my hard-earned penny to get this product from exactly amazon and i yes. have to say that this is the finest product i've ever used did you did you see that video i think i i sent a link to it's nojin social uh there's a guy that does all kinds of videos but one of them that he did was hilarious about it was basically every review on amazon and so he does he, he you know reads in character like you he's playing the guy who's looking at amazon's product for like a new computer chair or something <laughs> and so he he um he also does the other part which is the amazon review that he's reading and how making fun of the fact that all these reviews first of all are very very similar they're clearly very very fake and the product names themselves are ridiculous because the product names are not actual product names they're just seo words right so it's like uh red computer chair office chair comfortable uh long-term sitting red you know i mean it's just like that's the product name and it's like yep that's the product name and then uh it's we'll link the video i'll i'll stick a link in here because it's worth watching it is hilarious and it's so true which is why it's hilarious but anyway long story short yes we're going to sell products on amazon however here's the deal um According to the Amazon rules, you can't sell anything outside of Amazon for cheaper than you have it on Amazon. Like the price has to be the same. Right. You can't be like, hey, it's 20 bucks on Amazon, but on my site, it's only 15. It's only 10 bucks. Right. Exactly. So to get around that legitimately, because I am a legitimate businessman, uh, what you can do is have a different price for a private club. So you're now Sergene's Prepper Club. So the club will have a monthly fee associated with being a member of the club. And what you get for that monthly fee. And incidentally, all the people joining initially are going to be free. So there's no fee, but, it, but there Ooh, will I be like a free. fee. Yeah, but it's limited time free. Uh, but as a member of the club, not only will you get cheaper pricing than Amazon on the products that I sell on Amazon, uh, if you buy them direct, but also, will have uh tips and tricks on on there like for example about having uh items hidden in a uh trash can or a shredder right life tips right? we'll have to be prepared tips for people that want to be prepared for having somebody executing a warrant on your house right uh we'll have uh reviews of other prepper products that i don't sell because i've probably bought most of them at this point in my life so i can talk with the conference about them and can demonstrate the pros and cons um 
So tips and tricks, reviews, and uh, cheaper products uh, will be available. And if you don't want any of that and you just want to send me money because I don't ask for money on my podcast, that's a way to funnel some money my way as well. That's your best pitch? That's all you got? What? No, that's this is not a pitch. This is I'm describing and previewing what this is because a lot of people are asking. Get us excited about this product. What is it going to do? It's once and when it's released, you'll know. But it's it's the first in a whole line of products. Of cheap I, Chinese knockoffs. Is this something that you've uh, created yourself with specifications or are you buying something already being made in China? Both, okay. Both. The, this is going to be a whole line of products, including custom products not available anywhere else. The first thing that we're doing is obviously a Chinese existing knockoff. To get everything uh, up and running. Yeah. Because you got, there's plenty of shit to do to, you know, get the, the plan in place for, all the options dialed into Amazon and all that crap. So it's not worth trying to take start with a brand new, never existing product. First, you got to get everything figured out by using something that's cheap and easy. Emergency water and beard comb all in dehydrated one. Dehydrated water. Yes, dehydrated water. <laughs> yes, that that's certainly going to be one of the products that will be available eventually. Sir Jean's dehydrated mm-hmm. H2O. Just add H2O. Yes. Well, but, but really ideally what you want to add is the filter that we're going to sell that lets you put the H2O into that dehydrated H2O. Yeah, I always see those things like the, uh, and I'm guessing there's a, uh, you know, a really cool filter in it, but these, uh, mm-hmm. the magic straws that you're like, Hey, you yeah, can take they the don't work. dirtiest water. And yeah, you really can't. I didn't think so, but people no. are buying that. But here's the deal, and I bought some too. Um, but I I was uh, the the CEO of a company for a little while that that sold that kind of stuff. Um, and uh, the thing about them is, wait, the real question you want to ask yourself is: Is it better than nothing? Well, anything is better than nothing. Would it? Is it? Um, I mean, nothing is not better than nothing, isn't it? Though. So no, because while this filter doesn't actually filter out viruses or even bacteria, it will filter out um, amoeba, but it could eat your brain. So there is some benefit to the filters. It's just that the straw filters, like you can't piss into a cup and then drink that through the straw and expect to taste nothing but water right you're like "Mm, that's fresh spring water it's gonna taste nothing like fresh spring water it's gonna taste like warm piss when you want quality Mm -hmm. you want whatever this is and i I, and, and i can tell you the filter that will let you filter piss is available uh and it's it's about 360 dollars and you could use it once uh yeah exactly it's a single use filter for three it is manufactured to u.s military specs uh and uh, available to you for just a fraction of how much the military pays for it well we all look forward to seeing whatever this product is uh yeah this this one's not going to be a filter but i will be talking about all kinds of stuff and filters and whatnot so it's it's going to be a an interesting little little venture i think i've been kind of thinking and talking about doing something like this but never pulling the trigger on it well this means you're gonna have to be doing some youtube videos like searching preps 
Exactly. I will. That's a great domain name. I should look into. God damn it. I there you go. That one. There you go, man. Yeah, that's that might be a good one. Now, uh, now, if you the uh, game plan anyway, with the green screen that you have, you too could be right there with Zelensky in uh, <laughs> wherever he is. Yeah, we're both in the same place on site. Now, exactly. if you can get Zelensky in the commercial with you, that's even better. That would be pretty cool, right? Yeah, uh-huh. We could we could like deep fake that. That would be cool. Ooh, I wonder if I could get a government contract for shipping emergency supplies to Ukraine and making a bunch of money on it. Well, see, now that I'm in on. <laughs> <laughs> that I want to be in on the. Because, uh-huh. uh, uh-huh. you know, when we ship a billion dollars worth of stuff to Ukraine, it's. I mean, it's really only a hundred dollars really, worth of stuff. Well, that yes, but aside from that, it is literally a billion dollars that is being paid to American companies that make products that are then sent to Ukraine. Right. It's there's also cash payments happening, but those are separate. They're from a different account. Uh, but uh, you know, when it comes to sending, yeah, maybe maybe I want to get into the sending water to Ukraine business. I'm down. I'm ready. I'm you know? willing. Yeah, we can appeal to all the all the folks out there that that really want to make sure that Ukraine doesn't run out of water. Seventy one percent. Hell yeah, sign me up. Thirty one percent. No, I am Polish and I hate you. Yep, exactly. Which is a healthy amount of Polish people. I know. I love the Polish. Never, never would have known that No Agenda Social has that high percentage of Polish people that hate me. You do have a high percentage of people that do not like your viewpoint to the level of not liking you personally, which I find funny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know why this is otherwise a community that is open to all sorts of crazy theories. and stuff. Well, I think there are many there. there is that a, even the way to say it? There are many fewer there. There are fewer people that hold that contrarian viewpoint at this point, because. I know from talking to Adam that no agenda listenership has gone down by a significant amount as a result of him being a uh, Putin water carrier. And by bringing uh, you exactly the truth of what's going on. Correct. Because people want to make it too black and white. And they don't really want the truth. What they want is a confirmation of their currently held beliefs true and if their currently held beliefs do not agree with reality with facts then they don't want to be exposed to that and that is as prevalent on the left as it is on the right um the difference is that people on the right will just leave people on the left will try and change the system to match their beliefs so do you think that's it with the uh I mean, no agenda certainly been covering that story. Is mm-hmm. that really that there's people that disagree enough where they will just turn it off? Is that the whole concept, which is how I we can, got? Yeah. I mean, there are people that. Which is why the crazy people on the left will only watch MSNBC and the crazy people on the right will only watch Fox, because if it's anything you don't like, you're like, ah! well, I think the crazy people on the right aren't going to watch Fox either because Fox is not really representative of, of q no the QAnon folks are gonna watch oan one american news yeah that's true that they were just like knocked off of uh, dish or direct tv or one of them I yeah thought. but they're available online which is it you don't need anything else when people talk about that it's interesting too like oh we need to be on direct tv 
Mm-hmm. It's like, why? Because anybody with an internet connection can get your programming, which to me has always been the yeah. great equalizer. I mean, we don't yep. have an audience of millions, but when we do the yeah. show live, anybody in the world overall that has an internet connection that's not being blocked by their Nazi government is able to listen live. Yeah. So what's the difference? I mean, why do you need to have something broadcast over the radio or on terrestrial television? Mm -hmm. The internet gives you so much more power, which I think Alex Jones has done perfectly fine on the internet after he got kicked off of terrestrial stuff. Right. Because what's, I mean, there's no difference. Anybody that wants to listen to this show can do so. I mean, even if they're driving around in their car, as long as they have cell service, they can listen live to the show. There's How no crappy a lawyer not. did Alex Jones have? I don't know. She probably wasn't as hot as Trump's lawyer, but probably pretty no. crafty. Crappy. Oh, crappy. Shitty. Have you not watched any of the trial? No, I don't follow oh the Alex God. Jones stuff. No, I do. Yeah. Worst lawyer I've ever seen. They're like, it's yeah, he amazing. lied to everybody. He's guilty. Pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, he, uh, he managed to send a copy of all the documents collected from Alex Jones to everybody, right? By his own lawyer. Right. He sent that to the opposing counsel. Now that and would seem then, to be a, a tempting for a mistrial, just like there's uh, no uh-huh. agenda. The concept of this whole FBI raid thing with Trump yeah. was like, well, Trump might've set this up. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't, but I'm just saying that's being volleyed about. Oh, I'm sure. Well, so he did this and then neglected to nullify all that by saying, I mean, he said, hey, sent you some stuff in there. Ignore that. I'm going to send you this other packet. What he had to legally do is itemize all the things that he sent and say, these are being requested to be excluded from evidence due to lawyer client privilege. Didn't bother doing that. And, and after 10 days of not doing that, that evidence is now public record, which means all of Alex's cell phone records, all of his nudie photos of his wife, all that stuff is now part of the trial record. How damning was the stuff that they sent? Well, I, I mean, they, they're saying that he's guilty of perjury now because he was saying that something didn't happen. And then they found, you know, text messages of him talking about it. Okay. Still, my thing goes right back to why would anybody communicate over text message? uh okay but i mean what what do you mean i don't know i mean why the sms voice no i just mean the sms system we know because that's every phone has it it's easy to do that's what people use but everything you do on that can be pulled up by your provider oh yeah which again i mean i know i'm ultra paranoid because there's nothing illegal that my wife and i discuss signal so there's really i use talks which is even more that nobody uses except for you and your wife it's literally for just you and your wife is it not the best security ever because you're always talking about things that require security no but i love the idea that Mm -hmm. nothing that goes there can ever show up you know jokes you can't make a joke or anything like i'm gonna blow Mm -hmm. up the white house well there you go you see you said this in the text on this day yep like no do not use this was the same thing with the story of the woman and her daughter who bought the morning after pills to have an abortion after like mm-hmm. 29 weeks and Facebook mm-hmm. gave the, they were talking about it on Facebook and it's like, how stupid are you? 
to talk about committing felonious what, crimes. What makes you think Tox wouldn't give your records over? Because there is no record. There is no record. Really? No, it's encrypted. <clears throat> and it's peer to peer. There is no there is no central server. This is a direct message. How does it work on peer to peer? So there's no directory. No, there is not. It's all. So how do you connect with somebody? It's all using like the uh, the uh, same thing like torrents use. So you, you're giving it an IP address when you connect with somebody. You're getting the, the IP address may be visible. Yes. I would assume because that's, mm-hmm. that's the only connection, but then it is peer to peer between if you're talking to me, your mm-hmm. client talks directly to my client. There is no, yeah. the messages don't go through an intermediary server. They are mm-hmm. not logged by anything. Now, if you start a chat with multiple people, I do believe that is there that has to go to an intermediary just the way it mm-hmm. works but a direct one-on-one no there is no how, well how do you spell this thing tox t-o-x the uh the app that you use is qtox just q which i mean nothing oh, to do with q you're one of those q's got it yeah okay qtox t-o-x and uh you uh-huh. know you can put out the address which is like a hash and uh you know, there's no nothing else that is uh, tying this to an account. I mean, there's no email address. There's no you can reset this. That's all uh, very securely mm-hmm. built. Okay, got it. So it's it's built by Tax China Kero Kupa. Sure, okay. probably yeah. it's open source. Makes total sense. Open source. You can open go look source at made the, by China. You can go Perfect. look at the code. Which is a lot mm. safer than anything that's like, yeah, we're closed source, but trust us, you we're not mm-hmm. sending your stuff anywhere else. Yeah. Yeah. Like okay. Signal or Telegram or any uh-huh. of those. Although I will give you that those are a lot more secure than Facebook Messenger. Yeah. Little tip. If you're communicating with somebody. Code is in Chinese, says uh, C. Brooklyn. If you're exactly, that's exactly right. If you're communicating you're free with, to read it with somebody on uh, Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, and you think those are somehow private and that won't be used against you, think again. I like talks. I uh, rarely connect to talks if I'm not behind a VPN. So I mean, it all works. Okay. All right. Well, meanwhile, the rest of the world that wants actual secured communication uses Signal, but that's fine. Signal is not secure, man. It's totally secure. You believe that? It's absolutely secure. And in fact, it will wipe all the messages off of every device in a preset time. Signal is another one that if you do a group chat, it goes to a third party server. Mm hmm. Yep. Not secure. No, it's secure. <laughs> I mean, maybe we have a different idea of what secure is. I was surprised that Wicker is still around, which is now it's owned by uh, Amazon, I believe, bought Mm. it. But that's another one that's allegedly a completely secure. They don't take an email. They don't log anything. It's all peer to peer. Yeah. There's a few different choices out there. I mean, I'm sure we have some security experts out there. And if they have an idea of what is the best thing to use, you can hit us up on no agenda social or by sending us an email. I think we have emails hooked up on here. I think so. Don't we? 
I, I thought. Gene at SirGene.com. Or you can just go to uh, Darren, D-A-R-R-E-N at uh, RandomThoughts.com. That works, too. There you go. Yeah. We normally, I don't know if we ever set up emails here, because I mean, really, why would we want to talk to the no, people? I, I don't know that we need show-specific emails. Uh, people know our normal emails, and we give them out anyway. They know how to find us. Yeah. yeah. So if you and, have a and, suggestion. And my email uh, for that that I just gave is on ProtonMail. It's another one people have questions about, but I've always thought Proton has a pretty good reputation. Well, they're they're Ukraine lovers, but other than that, <laughs> is it everybody now? Good. No, and I think they've kind of backed off of it for a while. There, they changed their logo to the Ukrainian flag, but I think that they get enough hate mail from people to change it back now. Well, because you're pretending things are black and white, and one side uh-huh. is completely right and one side is completely wrong, and there's yeah. there's shades. There's shades of gray and everything. Uh, yeah, there's there's plenty of that. And then what about uh, Telegram? That's another one people use. I have Telegram. That's how I communicate with Void Zero when that's I need supposed to, to be uh, somewhat secure. Allegedly, the but uh, they censor. That's what I don't like about Telegram is they censor. DigiGuru in the troll room says the two messenger services that eventually became Signal were created by security researcher Moxie marlin spike and roboticist Stuart anderson see i mean our audience mm-hmm. knows this stuff yeah they do it is amazing but you want to be Either way that more or secure. they have access to wikipedia maybe the other. but you want to be way more secure than using facebook messenger or sms so when you see stuff yeah, like SMS, alex jones it's like i'm being taken yeah. down by my text messages yeah so here's here's what i do and, and this will be the type of tips and tricks that you will find on the uh forthcoming website uh is Surging preps. if there's if there's something that's actually that you don't want the record of then don't type it yes and what what you can do is then use signal to establish a voice encrypted communication link yes what you can do in talks too you can and then voice. have a conversation and then hang up as being reported in the troll room and on Fox News, Salman Rushdie stabbed. Somebody oh, no. stormed a stage before a New York speech. Who did he stab? Uh, he's been stabbed. Oh, he's been stabbed. Okay. Yeah. Oh, the way you were saying it, I thought he stabbed somebody. The jihadists, I guess, finally got him. That fatwa. Did they? Is he dead? Or is he alive? Or um, they're just saying he's been stabbed. There's nothing uh, as far <clears> as. Uh, <throat> wow. He was in uh, in uh, Larry David's last season of uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm, playing himself. Well, that was gutsy. But now, see that for a while, yeah, he was he under... was he was giving Larry advice on how to live as somebody that's had a fatwa against him, uh, and like how not get stabbed. Iran, I guess, has offered three million dollar reward for anybody who did, kills Rushdie. Where did you run to? Iran, so far away. Mm-hmm. That's all. You, that's where if you're Iran, run. Iran, it's called, not Iran. Iran, Iran, yeah. so far away. I mean, I've uh, le- I've learned everything I know did, from. Did the you flock run away seagulls. from a nuclear power plant while yep. you were at it? A nuclear. Mm-hmm. How do uh-huh. you say it? Nuclear, nuclear, nuclear. Exactly. Iran, Iran, Iran. It's, it's like, not Iran, and it's not nuclear. Iran, Iraq. This is why my Slovak brother says you are bad Russian apologist. What? 
That accent was even worse than his actual accent. I know. I'm working on it. Oh, my God. I'm trying to take it to a whole new level. You know, you could probably get a job with CSB being the reader of his podcast. <laughs> yeah, get rid of Gwiff. I get read Gwiff like this. And read the whole podcast like that. That will be amazing AI technology right there. I think people tune in to listen to this. And make sure you use improper grammar. Well, of course. <laughs> Me do not got no good English. Me tell you oh, why. God. See, Boris and now, Natasha. And this is the guy you're sending money to, CSB? Really? I am CSB's friend. I am behind him. <laughs> uh-huh. I believe he should continue fighting the good fight. And uh-huh. I will keep asking questions. I will not go blindly into the night. Well, just half blind. <laughs> yeah, half blind. But uh, I'm, I'm always looking for answers. That, that, never... Why isn't that your uh, your moniker? Like, if you were working on one of the conservative talk shows that we have, then you'd have a nickname. It'd be like Half Blind uh, Darren. I'd have to have the eye patch, like uh, you would Crenshaw. get an eye patch. Yeah, you yeah. should totally do the eye patch thing. Even if it's not working, you should still do it. It just adds a little to the look. Yeah, and I think that only fooled people for a while with Crenshaw, and then people started realizing that oh, this guy's like a, a world economic forum hack. Yeah, well, again, not everybody agrees, and that's the intriguing thing is that people think if you're labeling yourself as a Republican, you have to believe everything the Republicans do. I guess it's because if if you're a Democrat, you have to go down the party line. Mm-hmm. But there are some people who have views that kind of differ from that. You know, you don't yeah. have to go down the full line, which is it's the well, scary well, line is when they all vote alike. It's like that's that's a big well, problem. Th- this is the problem is that the term Republican doesn't mean jack shit anymore. It really no. doesn't, because it encompasses both neocons and people that would consider themselves libertarians and people that were just, you know southern democrats like all these different groups that have different opinions are called republicans and that's why i don't call myself a republican um i think that it's an inaccurate term plenty of things that i've disagreed over the years with the official stance of the republican party although i was a um endorsed uh, candidate as a republican years ago Ooh, did you have the beard then did I? No, I didn't have the beard. You're not allowed to have beards as a Republican. No, no, I thought that was. I didn't know that. Hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a dress code. There was back then when I ran. Yeah, not these days. There isn't. Now you can have the beard tatted up. I mean, yeah. I mean, look at look at uh, Ted Cruz. Look at that beard he's got going on. It's a, it's a manly beard. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be woke, though. No, do not want to be woke. So I don't know. I I really hope that what we end up with is um a good choice in the elections for people to vote for because the way things are looking i think the democrats have figured out that their best shot is to make sure that trump runs is that that way they'll get to stay in office for another four years i'm not sure about that i think everything they're doing is emboldening trump if, well, that's my point. I think they're trying to get Trump to run. And I think he'll win. If Trump runs, I don't think there's he's any definitely chance. Not win. There's oh, no no way he's going to win. I uh, would bet you anything that there's How much? Uh, <laughs> let's do a bet. Let's do a let's do a steak dinner bet. Okay. A good steak like, though. If 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 you lose, you have to fly to Austin for the steak. If I lose, I'll fly out to Chicago. 
if I lose, oh, well, that would make sense. It's like you can't have the. Uh, I mean, we're both getting a steak dinner out of it no matter what. So that part of it's <laughs> kind of a not really it's a win win. Yeah. It's, it's the but, having the, to, but, but there is a financial cost to you that the loser pays for their own airline ticket. Right. I mean, I should say that if you, you know, you can send me a first class ticket and, uh, I mean, with all of this new venture money. Why would money, I send you a ticket? This money that you've got coming in, this new business. What? Oh, I'm spending money. I got no money coming in. What are you talking about? I got all, nothing but expenses right now. And then it's all that money getting shipped to China. This is going to be big. I think that uh, the Democrats are so afraid of Trump that this is their Hail Mary. And I think, you know, again, taking out massive voter fraud, which I know is hard to do in an American election, but taking that out. If this does not turn into something, meaning if the end result isn't Trump did something heinous and we can prove it now, or at least don't need to prove anything, just have to create a reasonable doubt. You have to show enough to the American people. If they can't do that, then I think the uh, the Trump vote would be way more than anybody could uh, imagine. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Uh, I think they realize that the, they've they've beat Trump once. If they want to beat the next guy, it should be also Trump once again. They can't beat DeSantis. DeSantis would absolutely win. Plenty of people that would not vote for Trump would vote for DeSantis. Uh, there are plenty of people, and you know, we we all live in bubbles. I think most people on No Agenda are in the the right side of the spectrum bubble, and they don't realize that there are there's a huge group of people in the middle that don't really like the democrats but they hate trump they're the people that voted against trump in the last election even though they didn't really like biden all that much i think there are some people that are coming around because they're continuing to persecute trump i think some Uh, of those people are coming around to ooh, this is not right well that but they remember Every election, there are four years of brand new voters, people that are 18, 19, 20, and 21 that didn't get to vote for the last election. Who do you think 18, 19, 20, and 21-year-olds are most likely to vote for? Not Joe Biden. Not Trump. Not Kamala Harris. Maybe more Kamala Harris than Trump. That's scary. Yeah, I think so. Because A, she's a woman, and we still haven't had one of those. Are we sure? Unlike uh, Obama's partner. And um, Biden. Yeah, Biden. That's the one I meant. No, the one that's taller. His wife. Oh, Michelle. Yeah. Yeah. Michael is is clearly not a woman. So. Uh, <laughs> it's so been uh-huh. debunked so many times. Oh, I'm sure it has. Yes. Yes. That's we, we should believe all the debunkers, but there are records. I mean, you can see school. Oh, photographs there's also birth certificates the for Obama somewhere for, in there, too. Yeah, oh, wait, forget what? the birth certificates. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are photos mm-hmm. of Michelle Obama as a child uh-huh. here in Chirac. I mean, there's you'd have to do a, somebody as a child. Well, that's true, but yeah. uh, no, that doesn't seem to be true. Uh huh. Hey, so, I just go by where I the logic and the evidence goes. You just go by whatever pronouns people tell you. No, I don't even understand half of these pronouns. I didn't. The, yeah. the other day there was like, well, you can use she, not she, but like Z and Z on the free or me. Or I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Mm-hmm. It's he or she. Otherwise, you know, uh, fucktard is going to be my new pronoun for everybody. 
It's like, just, it settles everything. Um, excuse me. Excuse me. That's not a real pronoun. You just made that up. <laughs> right. Like they all made their shit up. <laughs> Z is a real pronoun. Uh-huh. Sure it is. Zer is a real pronoun. Like, sure it is. Fucktard. Fuck Keep isn't. going. Yeah, that's right. No. Fucktard uh-huh. is the best pronoun. It is not gender specific. <laughs> it works across racial lines. It works across every line. You know, or it's asshole is another good pronoun. You know, so it's just like, would you want to say like, hey, instead of saying, hey, you don't have to say he, she or them. You can be like, hey, asshole said this. Well, but you don't get to pick what other people's pronouns are. You only get to pick your own. So if you want to pick asshole, that's fine. Or fucktard. People can address you as such. But if they don't, then I can sue them. But yes, correct. If they don't address you as (laughs) fucktard, fucktard, then you can sue them. Fucktard. Right. I mean, this is why I, I would come up with the proton, uh, pronoun. It mm-hmm. can't be as simple as fucktard. It would have to be something like king fucktard of all fucktardness. And then mm-hmm. you, you can't like leave any of that. No, out. no, you can't use that. that. That's already used by your co-host on Grumpy Old Vince. <laughs> that's, that's Bev Roses. I didn't uh-huh. know. That's his. Yeah, you got to check. Uh, click on his little face symbol and no agenda social. Wait, with pronouns, can only one person use them now? Is this like they're as unique as snowflakes? Oh yeah, totally. I mean, you gotta you gotta get permission to use somebody else's pronouns, but you know you don't get to make the decision; they get to make that decision. This whole thing is just to keep people from talking to each other. Because if you don't talk to anybody or refer to them, you never have to care about what their pronoun is. Yeah, um, if you don't talk, then you're correct. There's no worry about that topic whatsoever. It's amazing. Good point the world we're living in which is why we talk mm-hmm. all the time but only on the internet mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so uh, another surging speaks this weekend with do yep. name ben name ben name ben um guessing so and that show will change its name or conversely a new show will pop up with Ooh. me talking to ben uh, and surging speaks will become once again my solo show oh a new show shall spawn from yeah i mean it's really you know it's annoying to the other guy that the show they're on is called another guy speaks Uh uh-huh uh-huh yeah i mean that's i don't know why yeah i mean it seems like he's just a second Mm -hmm. fiddle and nobody really cares i mean that's the way i was telling you i was fine with it when we were (laughs) on doing grumpy old bens which i was the co-host of and don't seem to get any money off of residuals but yeah i market i market this show as darren o'neill speaks (laughs) <laughs> with, should. with featuring sir gene and then yeah uh, i think that's a good way of doing it it works yeah it works and i i really think like you know the, not like there's any any money coming in at all but generally zero. speaking what zero is a good number yeah it's round. um it's hey what 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 happened to our perpetually supportive drinking buddy there well you told Wasn't him to stop the, i did did he listen to me finally good I, which uh, i mean i would highly recommend yeah. to sir joshua the historian only yeah. donate to random thoughts and the rock and roll pre-show uh-huh and that way your donation is valued and you are respected for the support you're giving yeah but better than that save your money until you have a job well yeah that the, to everybody you know <laughs> priorities i get it uh-huh, and i understand uh-huh. why everything has dried up now like yeah. uh, you know you look at the cost of food and gas and that's really all you need to find out yeah not a lot of disposable well, income now, at this point hold on 
Joe Biden just lowered the price of your gas. What are you complaining about? Oh, hey, if you're listening to the latest random thoughts, I explained once again the Overton window. That's exactly right. Which is, oh, gas was $2. Mm-hmm. Well, we want it to be $4 as the evil mm-hmm. Democrats to get our green energy plan into place. And we know people won't go for that. So what we'll do is we'll make it go up to $6. Right. And then we'll bring it back to four and we will be heralded as the saviors for bringing the price down. And they're trying to play that game, which oh, is they're totally doing that. And it's not even a matter of $2 down. It's more like 50 cents down. It is the absolute evil way to go about this the overton window yeah. was something that i wasn't familiar with until beck talked about it and did a whole book about it but it's like yeah he you, did a book about it yes, that. there's a book called the overton window that glenn beck wrote really and explains the whole to put a whole book on that one topic yeah and huh. uh it was fairly entertaining but it just shows you that how you get a massive audience you know in this case the citizenry mm-hmm. of a country to accept something they wouldn't have accepted otherwise it is just a sliding scale that goes well i would have never accepted this but then it got so bad that getting back to that was oh well that's better at least even though that Hmm. was originally what you thought of as well that that would be horrible if it got to that point they actually make it worse and then kind of bring it back yeah well and that strategy has been used for a long time way before this book ever came out oh yeah Hmm. it's what evil yeah, politicians I didn't, I do i didn't realize that he wrote the book on that topic he and I o'reilly have that book fetish where i think that's where they make a lot of money a, i think you're right about that because i figured it'd be it would have been joseph Overson that would have written a book <laughs> about the topic that he invented hey and if people want to read your books they can go to amazon as well they can and I, oh i'm going to be starting my next book Ooh, what's this one going to be about uh, they're all boring. Uh, I mean, honestly, <laughs> okay. this is the best way to sell a book. I'm the best promoter of my own material, right? <laughs> yeah. Tell us about this brand new I book was that's going coming to an out. Event and they're like, so are you now, how many books copies are you bringing for the folks? I'm like book copies. Why would I bring copies of my own book? They're like, that's why, that's no, why we if, hired I mean, you. if they want to, they could, I guess, buy it or something, but I wouldn't recommend it, but, uh, <laughs> wrote this book you can buy it if you want but i wouldn't recommend it (laughs) oh i know i know but some people are more intrigued to actually go spend money after hearing stuff like that so it's all like i'm using you know next level psychology here jedi mind tricking that's right uh so yeah so all of my books that are on amazon are around the topic of business management and this next one is no exception i'm going to be covering a slightly different aspect it's gonna its focus is really on the mentality of the ceo and the the types of thinking that a ceo should need to overcome so it doesn't make them be um you know it doesn't influence their decisions in a negative way i thought the most interesting thing about chapter the- one stop treating people like they're human oh chapter two robots are the way to go yeah, I know stuff like that. It's just practical advice. I was most intrigued of uh, due to the photo that's on the yeah. jacket, yeah. which was you uh, shirtless on a horse. Yeah, you like that? I mean, that was an amazing photo. Very it tastefully took a while done. To get that, it was done by a professional. Yes, it, I had somebody fly out here from uh, Colorado. That's a professional photographer to do that one. 
Were you going to say it took a while to find a horse that could take that kind of weight? Well, okay. So technically it wasn't really a horse. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was actually a donkey, but (laughs) the CGI involved in turning it into a horse did a great job. Deep fake, deep fake book, deep fake book. A little bit, a little bit. Was Mm -hmm. this, did you actually write this book or was this an AI that just wrote the whole book? Oh no, no. I write all my books. You've fed your brain into an AI and CSB helped you. uh, I'm a pretty good writer. Yeah. I've never yeah, read any of your they stuff. Sometimes they let me write all the way around the courtyard. Well, it'll be something mm-hmm. people can look forward to all sorts mm-hmm. of products coming out. Yeah. Lots of stuff. Well, this is, you know, I mean, this is what happens when you don't have a job anymore. You see, you have to come up with things to do. This is what happens when podcasting doesn't pay. Well, I'm hoping that'll pay too. Although, uh, it's questionable whether there's any chance of that in hell, but, uh, we 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 will find out we'll see if uh, my once the podcast is rebranded off of sergey speaks to the new show which the i still new, haven't approved it, the title of i was gonna say is, um, it, is it the new sergey speaks the new, the new <laughs> sergey speaks exactly with now, special guests right now featuring some <laughs> other guy yeah actually that would be a good show some other guy being in the title that would be great yeah that, that was very good I like that. Um, yeah, so far, like none of the uh, domain names, because that's how you pick a name of a show is you do domain searches, see if anyone else has it already or not. You but know, so I've, far, none of them have been particularly impressive to me. I have started using the search at podcast index for the podcast uh, and then went going to the domain because there are so, so many you, domains now. Oh, yeah okay well then this is a difference between you and me and we've talked about this is i don't i think there are many domains i think there's only the dot com domains nothing else exists i would you agree. happen to think there are other domains other than dot com you mean like show so unrelenting like show. dot show if you want to support I mean, the show go to unrelenting dot show or you could go to unrelenting dot com and then support the show as well which is easier to remember people let us know it, well what are you listening to are you listening to a podcast or a show a show i listen to podcasts it's a show everything's a okay. show okay all right although csb had a point which is why people should go www.unrelenting.show because then it's like oh my god otherwise people just hear dot show and they're like i don't know what the fuck that is their brain it's is- a stupid domain name and then it yes it, that's why you're not getting any money no it's not it's because people, people- are typing in uh, somebody at unrelenting.com is making yeah, bank yeah yeah there's tons of people making money on unrelenting.com that's what that's why the domain was so damn expensive to buy damn it foiled again boris this <laughs> crazy squirrel and moose uh-huh uh-huh hey well you can follow our adventures at unrelenting.show yeah. or you can come back live next week and listen although i don't know we still do it at 9 a.m now that you're not going to be working you don't have to do the first thing in the morning uh show uh i mean i don't see a reason to move time unless we get kicked from that slot by somebody True. in charge of scheduling i don't know so next week 9 a.m again and uh we'll go from there eh so i have to just figure out how i'm going to do this when i'm in mexico so when are you going to mexico uh monday Ooh. Maybe. Maybe. You're, you're so you're so you're exiting the country quickly and without provocation i i if i can get away i may need to be here for a little while longer but the plan is to go to mexico for a few weeks maybe two or three and then get some work done down there 
uh, get my, my prepping tested and then, um, find a good internet connection, find a good internet connection. That's going to be a priority. I I'm hoping uh, that will not be that hard to do. Well, it's not like it's a third world country or anything. It's second world country. Well, technically it's not actually, yeah, it's probably is a first world. You're right. Let's not make Mexico second world. We do not want to anger the Mexicans. No, it's not a Ukraine or something. No, not at all. They have way better food in Mexico. I would disagree with you on that. See, I like Mexican food. I like Ukrainian food. Let's have a food off. Well, you know, where you live, it probably is easier to find Ukrainian food than Mexican food. No, there's like Mexican joints all over the place. I can like walk to four different Taco Bell doesn't count. No, it's not including Taco Bell. Yeah. There's a little three or four family owned, not even not chains or anything like that. We're just in the area where I don't know. I I, I just don't know if Mexicans would go that far north and deal with that winter. I don't know why, but uh, I wouldn't. I mean, I was born here, so there's that. There is that. You planted roots. Where can I find good Ukrainian food in the Chicago suburbs? I need to know. Uh, That would be, I can't remember the name of the street, but if you go to Wrigleyville and then. No, I'm not going to the north side. Fuck that. It's the north side. That's where it's at. Yeah, fuck that. I'm not going to the north side of Chicago. That's where there's good Ukrainian food. Not going there. I've See, literally had Ukrainian food there. Right. Also I would Polish believe you, but I'm, there's I'm, more places with Polish food. There's but, tons. Yeah. But I'm not going into Chicago and I'm not going north of Chicago. And yet you keep insisting on calling yourself in Chicago. No, it's yeah. just outside of Chirac, I say. Yeah. Outside of Chirac. You should just say somewhere in Illinois. Yes. That'd be more accurate. Yes. No, I'm just as close to, I mean, I'm in Illinois. You're probably closer to Wisconsin than you are to anything else. No, no, that's not true. Wisconsin, we're quite a bit probably away. Probably closer to Iowa than anything else. No, no, Indiana. Oh, are you, that's worse. That's even worse. I mean, I'm oh almost walking distance to Indiana. I mean, Oh, my God. So you're literally like next to Gary. Indiana's a free state. No, not Gary. It's a free you know, state because nobody enough. wants to be there. That's why it's free. Gary's horrible. The rest of Indiana's really nice. Uh... Tune in next week and find out what kind of canned yak you can get from Gene's prepping business. Canned yak is not cheap. <laughs> well, that's expect to pay. You yeah. got anything else? Or that's is this gourmet food? Is this how we end these shows? Oh, are we done? I didn't even realize we were done, but okay. Sure. I mean, yeah. Hey, I mean, we're, we're at 1120. I know this is your, uh, all right. this is your last day of work and all. It is I mean, my last day of work. Yeah. It doesn't seem like you're working a lot though. It seems like you're well, already in a new mode. That's what everybody says, but <laughs> <laughs> that's maybe why you're not going to have a job maybe, anymore. Maybe, maybe this is yeah. why you're self-employed. Exactly. But Hey, that's why people listen to this show. Well, I think I think people listen to this show because they enjoy the sound of our voices because we bring them topics in ways nobody else dare cover. And that's absolutely correct. And thank you to the people that show up live, including Blitzed. I have no name. DigiGuru. See, are you literally going to read everybody's mother? Yeah. NetNed. They're all in the troll room. You've gone from reading people that send in money to reading people that bother listening live and nobody's sending money. I don't know. I don't know what to do. Don't send money. Don't send send water. Send send your food. Send water with gold flakes inside of it, maybe. Uh huh. Or just Goldschlager. At least it it is. Yeah, that is Goldschlager. At least then, uh, you know, the tooth pain will go away. Yeah. Is your is your tooth in pain, and you're waiting until September? 
it is that's not really in pain now i mean the penicillin i think and whatever they put topically on it before they put the temporary filling down that seems to be doing the trick so hopefully Wait, so won't. they did do the root canal or are you waiting for a root canal no the root canal will be on the seventh they just put down a medicated uh some kind of medication on top of the tooth and then with the filling or it's mixed into the filling however they do it to so, get rid of the uh to get rid of the infection yeah. so that should at least take yeah, care of and then there's a temporary covering on there so it's not you know food and stuff won't be getting into the tooth so they prepped the tooth with a temporary and filling, you, right? And and put a filling in, but they haven't taken out the root canal. Correct. That will be take, drill out the filling, drill all the well, way in. The, uh, the yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. I mean, I think this filling that they put on there, they're like, don't even floss there because I think that could pop It'll it pop off. Out. Yeah, it was okay. just done by hand too, which I like. There was a young female dentist, and the woman's <laughs> giving her the stuff, and with some little device, she's like, I don't need the fancy device. Just like oh, takes the oh thing. Slaps it on the tooth, which is all so you need to do. Little little piece of lead yeah. sitting right on your tooth. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. That was, was the, well, lead will kill the, the uh, bacteria. Well, this is good. So will silver. Yeah. yeah. But it was that smell that I remembered from going to the dentist as a the kid. The smell? The, when they were mixing this stuff up, and obviously oh. they must not use it a lot because the assistant was like, oh, I haven't done this in a while. Yeah. But it the had lead that, in your teeth? Yeah. You know, then they yeah. just shove that crap in your mouth and say, hey. Yeah. Come back when you have insurance. That's a, that's an interesting approach. Well, insurance is only going to cover a thousand of that, right? Well, that's the uh, maximum out of pocket, which mm-hmm. means at that point I should be like, Hey, I got, I got a few months to, uh, to go crazy on dental work. Hold on. How much will the insurance cover? Cause most insurance has a limit on dental coverage at about a thousand bucks, maybe 1500. No, this is, uh, the insurance you unlimited dental insurance. Are uh-huh. you nuts? Uh-huh. Well, this no fucking way working for the government, dude. There's a maximum. It's just like a, I might need to marry somebody that works for the government <laughs> just to do that. It's like a uh, that's an that's unheard of unlimited dental insurance. It is uh, very much like the medical insurance where you have a maximum out of pocket for that period. So uh, once, that's crazy. Yeah, once most you dental hit that. insurance is cheap, but what it does cover is up to like a thousand or maybe 1500 bucks a year anything over that is your out of pocket nope. you're saying yours is the other way around yes the where one, you pay the first thousand bucks well no it's it still will cover part of that it covers like 80 percent, and then if you get over a certain amount it's the maximum and it's 100 uh, percent coverage right but without a cap correct you better check into that but well, oh, holy shit if that's true that is insane i was like this is awesome yeah, I'd love get, to get, get your full mouth to redone. <laughs> like, go, go full, might as well get full on uh, gold fillings. And I uh, did that years ago. I did that like, I don't know, 15, 16 years ago. I just had crowns put on all my teeth. You're like, well, that's it. That's like, you can't, because then that. you don't have to worry about it because your crown can't get a fucking cavity. Right. It's like, dude, you're impervious. It seals your teeth in. It's what you need. And the medical insurance, too. It's also with the same company, which is Blue Cross here in Illinois. Yeah yeah and now though where it was yearly it had been going up and up and up where a doctor mm-hmm. visit was a 45 dollar copay mm-hmm. that's it's zero now yep. it's zero, zero now. copay for a doctor yeah fuck the government man i'm telling this you is, this is the real problem with this country is government insurance is too good i would agree but i'm like this is why i, I like why haven't we been on this boat the whole time uh-huh. exactly 
You're like, screw finding a nice Ukrainian refugee. I need a uh-huh. woman that works in the government. Yeah. It's like, do you work in the post office? Yes. Would you like to get married? <laughs> It is the world we live in. That is pretty funny. That was a good outro. That was a great ending. Uh huh. <laughs> Thanks, trolls. Coming up next on the No Agenda stream will be Adam Curry. Oh, that Adam guy's getting online again, isn't he? Yeah, and that Dave Jones guy. Mm-hmm. Podcasting 2.0. What the board meeting will be covering today? We don't know. Really? No topics. Well, there's always a topic. I mean, I don't know yeah. what they are or who they're going to be interviewing. I need to, I need to uh, introduce the idea of adding a, an element into the podcasting 2.0 that redirects you to a prepping store. Oh, well, there's a great idea. I think a lot of people would be up for that. Just right from your podcast app, just click the little prep button and it just takes you right to the store all built in. Well, that's kind of what they're trying to do. I mean, that's the mm-hmm. other beauty of things like transcripts and chapters is that you can add the urls to them yeah so there's there are ways to redirect you know from your Mm -hmm. podcast and all that Mm -hmm. Uh, people are doing hashtag uh, exclamation point prep in the troll room see now if you can get (laughs) you know all you have to do is pay void zero like a buck and he'll go in and add that so if somebody does that prep karma yeah well then you can just say well hey you need to prep go to sirgenepreps.com mm-hmm and uh, it's actually better than that now that we're not live anymore i can tell you oh, the name of the store do you, I, do you want me to turn off the stream oh i thought yuri had turned off the stream no i was just saying bye to the trolls i mean oh, okay okay is, bye trolls we'll talk to you later we're going to talk in private now we're going to we, yeah i'm going to get to hear all the things that that's you right can't hear oh all yeah. the trolls say oh sorry go fuck yourself <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What did you have for breakfast?